You're listening to the Hoffy Coffee Cast with Rhys Bolton and Rhys Jones. What, you think you're some kind of Jedi? I sense much fear in you. Light them out. All of them. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Hoffy Coffee Cast where we talk everything film, TV, video games and conspiracy theories. And we have got a, well, Big, big special today because it's our 50th episode. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Uh, we survived, uh, well, we survived uh, not, not dying as a podcast and got to 50 episodes. So that's some success. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, how, how many podcasts can say they've reached episode 50? Well, like some no. podcasts, they, they literally just post like, they post like a couple episodes and then they just don't do anything for the rest for like months. Yeah. But, yeah, so I mean, we kept stuck at sticking at it, uh, especially yeah. with like when we were on, what, obviously on like twenty like followers, <laughs> and we made like three <laughs> videos at the start. Yeah, um, yeah. So um, of course, I'm your host Reese Bolton, and with me is my co-host Reese Jones, and our other guest co-host. Yep, Patrick. Patrick, Patrick, Patrick is uh, a big, big Star Wars fan. Patrick is um, <laughs> with us again talking about Star Wars. Did you see the picture we posted? Um, we, we put yeah. your face on it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't actually have Instagram uh, downloaded at the time, but James right. called me up and was like, Patrick, have you checked your Instagram at all? And I was like, no, what's up? <laughs> just this photo of me. Like, that was me in uh, Morocco, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, this at year, the beach. Yeah. Oh, I, I, no. I found the old Morocco, the chat, the, um, mm. the group chat of Morocco. And I was going through it. And I just kept finding all these like really like Bad, pictures. Really. <laughs> pretty, know, pretty I awesome. To wear a uh, a wetsuit, sunbathing. I turned yeah. up like a drop rig. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, uh, the best not, one. Not the best, best one. one. Yeah. But the best one was with Keats, and it's like Keats on the background, and he looks like he's like a modeling. Oh, oh god. god. Uh, I think I posted on chat. I can't remember, but it's so funny. Kind uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, today we obviously talk about Star Wars. We are we thought, hey, what's uh, what can we do for our fiftieth uh, episode special? Obviously, talk about uh, Star Wars films, and uh, well, this is kind of like a series that like uh, me and Welsh want to be doing for a while, just covering like every single part of like Star Wars. Um, you know, Star anything Star Wars, Star Wars really, lore, TV, yeah. Star Wars lore, and all that. Like, uh, and you know. Let's do a chronicle order, starting with uh, well, the, the episode one, the Phantom Menace, uh, yeah, the, the good beginning. Star Wars. Actually, no, it's probably <laughs> the weakest Star Wars people film. Yeah, uh, good. It's very subjective. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you can find us on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Toffee Coffee Cast and mine and Reese's main accounts at Bowls ninety seven and Reese Big Jones. Uh, you get some weird people follow you, mate. <laughs> I, I, I like. um, so give us both a like and a follow. We much appreciate it. Right, guys. Um, Phantom Menace. I thought, I thought we should start with uh, the opening crawl. Just nice. like kind yeah. of yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, I would I would uh, play the Styles theme, but I don't get copyright strikes. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm sure Welsh can do a little, uh, you know, recreation with his uh, voice. I'd rather not. <laughs> Surprised to be sure, but welcome one. All right. Oh, um, is, that, is this just what it's going to be? This <laughs> mate, literally, it is like what else you talk about the prequels? Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we could spend like an hour and a half saying how great the prequels are and defending everything, but I mean... <laughs> oh, no, I mean, like... <laughs> we, we grew we grew up with the prequels, so it's going to be like this. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, um, you know, they aren't gold, but yeah, no, we, we like them. No, I'm still firm to the uh, the sequels. Mm, definitely, yeah. So uh, yeah, let's start the opening crawl. So turmoil has engulfed the Galactic Republic. The taxation of trade routes to outline star systems is in dispute. Hoping to resolve the matter with a blockade of deadly battleships, the greedy Trade Federation has stopped all shipping to the small planet of Naboo. While the Congress of the Republic endlessly de- debates this alarming chain of events, the Supreme Chancellor has secretly dispatched two Jedi Knights, the guidance of peace and justice in the galaxy to settle the conflict. And uh, yeah, straight after that, then we got uh, obviously um, fan favourites Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon arriving on the Trade Federation's ship to discuss <laughs> negotiate with the trade federation um, yeah but you, you gotta say right like going straight into episode one nothing you know is just get your your ball rolling than just discussing taxation crises and trade yeah routes. Man, yeah, you know it sound like an audit man, I, I i had no yeah that's <laughs> yeah. <a deal>. um <laughs> Yeah, I remember growing up watching Phantom Menace and I was like, what the fuck is all this about? Like, yeah, yeah. trade negotiations. I, I think, like, like, I'm I'm very, like, into the law behind, like, why, how, how the Sith, like, manipulated the trade routes and stuff. So I, I appreciate now what Lu- Lucas was trying to say. But, like, at the time, like, when you're a kid and you want to watch, like, lightsaber fights and Jedi and stuff, but, like, it just doesn't work, does it? Like, y- you are, like, just, why are these two Jedi with, like, these frog people on a ship? Yeah. You know, also, why is this like yeah. Queen? Like, why, yeah. why, why are they defending this little planet for? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's all about like um, yeah taxation and stuff. And then you get a call yeah. and then all it is about is about this is meetings and talking. Yeah. And it's like, all right, um, a lot of Senate deliberations. Oh just, God, I know, oh. I know. I mean, if you want to something like I was House of Cards, but not in Star Wars, isn't it? I, yeah. I, I can understand why it's probably important to the plot, like the whole prequel. Um, yeah. The prequel plot. But yeah. it's kind of like, maybe they could literally just not focus on it too much. I mean, this film, they could have focused on, not going to focus on a lot of stuff. Um, can someone explain to me why the Trade Federation looks like a stereotype of Japanese business uh, corporations? Should I start? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you go. Well, well, it's like, I, I heard like this is where they base like the accent so, like the my lord is that legal you know it's like they, they based it apparently off um like a thai accent but it, oh. i don't know like you would think immediately it was just like this um you know like this eastern or like this asian stereotype wouldn't you yeah. know, especially of the sort of like mm. the stereotype of like the the asian businessman as well yeah <laughs> you know I but, that. Yeah. yeah wow now that you brought it up i actually can yeah picture that now yeah. you know and like they're they're the head of the trade federation you know and like they, they and they are like they referred to in the opening crawl as the greedy trade federation has stopped mm. all shipping you know it's like this I wouldn't say it's a, a perpetuation of like stereotypes, but it's definitely um, insensitive, you know, <laughs> like com- uh, compiled with Jar Jar. Sure, I was about and, to say, and, and Watto. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, you got Watto, which oh, is very um, 
uh, anti-Semitic, should we say. Yeah. <laughs> but like, wouldn't like... If... work on me, only money! <laughs> but like, it, I know if it's not a stereotype, why would George Lucas like look at it and it'd be like, or people look at the script and be like, this looks like a stereotype of like Japanese... Japanese yeah, companies well, like businessmen. It's, it's like yeah, it's people who want to like form like those connections. Will you know mm-hmm. they will like connect them, but like kids won't. Will they like they just see like these weird looking frog people talking strange, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, talking differently, and they just think like oh, because they talk differently, they're from a different civilization. You know, they're from like an alien race. You know, that, I think that's what Lucas is trying to do, and with Jar yeah. obviously, um, you know, just it's the key to all this. He I think he gambled quite a lot on Jar Jar. Yeah, yeah. Jar Jar, thinking mm. everyone's going to love him. Yeah. And then it just backfired horrendously. Because, mm. you know, like, if you look at the original Star Wars, like the first 40 minutes is given over to um, C-3PO and R2-D2. You know, like these, these, essentially like these like kiddie characters, you know, comic relief. They're mm. the ones that progress the plot. You know, it's... um. And very much like the kids at the time would have loved those characters. You know, they would have been the favorites. But like, um, I think, you know, with George Lucas, he's always wanted to like push the envelope in terms of what's cap- uh, sorry, what what's like people are able to put the film, especially in terms of special effects. And I think that was one of the selling points at the time was that episode one was going to showcase the new generation of special effects. When did it come out? Was it nineteen ninety nine? Yeah, but but they'd been working on it for about five or six years. Uh, okay, from like the inception of like uh, pre production and storyboarding up until release, I think it was about six six years. So it, it you know like if if you compare that right with um, the Disney acquisition from the Disney acquisition until the release of uh, the Force Awakens, you know mm-hmm. like it wasn't. Not a lot of thought was put into it. Not a lot of like, you know, how are we going to plan mm-hmm. out episode one to three? Well, they, they, you know, yeah, they started filming when he hasn't finished the script yet. It was kind of like, oh, I want this, and then I want this, and then he just kind of like, then it's like he he had an idea, but then he didn't have a script written down. Yeah, I think with Lucas though, he ho- he always had a rough idea of what he wanted one to three to be about. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, whereas seven to nine is a blank slate. Well, I well, think George yeah. always thought of it as a as a trilogy. So he yeah. plan, you know, he wouldn't just do each film individually. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that was an issue with the sequels. Yeah, um, it was obviously different directors, and they each wanted to go their own way. Yeah, so there wasn't any sort of overarching, I don't know, storyboard or like plan yeah. of what's going to end. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, George was quite good at sort of world setting and you know, yeah. building up the world. Yeah, I, I think it's like. I know. I, we, obviously, we're on about uh, episode one here, but they're very complementary to each other. You know, two is very na- a very natural progression from number one, and then revenge is very natural from you know it it, mm. it starts at the end of the Clone Wars, so it's a natural progression. Whereas um, seven and nine is it's just <sighs> discordant. You know, it's it's chaotic. But um, so do you know like? Phantom, right? What would mm-hmm. you say it's like? Do you prefer this, or do you like it? Uh, clones, or do you prefer Revenge? I prefer Revenge. Oh, revenge, yeah. 100%. yeah, yeah. Revenge is the the OG. Yeah, I feel like Revenge is like it's 
apart from the dialogue, uh, yeah, but you can ignore the dialogue. It really it does set a, t- a good, great tone. Like it's not like yeah. It shows the downfall of the Jedi in the Rise of the Sith mm. in a very dark yeah. way, and I think like, like similar to kind of like Empire Strikes Back, but I feel like Revenge is a lot more darker than Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, mm. um, well, I think yeah, yeah. the animated series, the Clone Wars, and then watching Revenge of the Sith now, and when you see Order sixty six happen, it just it it hits harder now. I feel yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Watching those series, yeah. Um, so I think probably at the time when you were seeing the clones kill, you know, these Jedi, you were like, oh, who cares? I don't really know them. But now after watching the Clone Wars and you see that happen, you're like, oh, damn. Um, you know, because you've seen those characters in probably about yeah. a couple, couple, like, couple episodes in Clone yeah. Wars. So, yeah. You have to think, like, maybe Filoni is either, like, a genius or he's so, he's so sadistic. He knows, right, that you've grown up with these characters and now he's going to kill them all. <laughs> Every single one, yeah. and all of the clones as well, who you love. <laughs> also, all um, it's been used in a lot. It's been used in the obviously yeah. the final season of the Clone Wars. It's been used in the plot of Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, it might it definitely be used like in other mm. future stars material because it's like yeah. the one of the most pivotal events in history yeah. of the galaxy. Mm. And I, I, I think this is one of the reasons why, obviously. This is like um, we're looking back with hindsight, but this is why Phantom isn't regarded as well because if you look at the grand scheme of things, it's all about the liberation of one planet. You know, it's it, there's no like grand scale of, of you know there, there's no universe-ending threat. There's no, no galaxy-saving no. savior. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you, know, you guys have probably seen the Filoni interview, right? When he's on. Um, the Mandalorian behind the scenes when he explains about yeah. Yeah, episode one because I think yeah. he was talking about dual fates and it yeah. being more of a mm. deeper meaning. Yeah. Um, it being like the fate of I don't know, Anakin Anakin yeah. for him having, yeah. you know, Qui Gon as a father figure, which is what he sort of needed at the time. Yeah. Uh but then obviously Obi Wan trained him up sort of like a brother. Yeah. Um so yeah, that was a really good interview though. Yeah. Very, very, very good interview. Do, do you guys like wholeheartedly believe that? Because I I do buy into what Filoni is yeah. saying, you know. Because mm. obviously he's he's learnt essentially, you know, with Lucas. He, he's probably the person who, who understands George Lucas the most in terms of like yeah. the creative yeah. decisions, yeah, uh, the universe, especially the Force. How the Force I, works. I, I, I haven't yeah, watched. Definitely. I haven't watched that uh, the interview, that interview. But what you're trying to imply, he's trying to imply about the fates is like. The fates of Maul, Obi Wan, and Qui Gon. Really, it's um. It was just so, so, be... so basically, it's it's the fate of Anakin and the universe. Right. Okay. Because okay. say um, Maul is this this threat that if he does kill Qui Gon, then because you, you, Qui Gon is the person who needs to train Anakin, and Anakin yeah, needs yeah, yeah. him. Yeah. He needs him as a father, but. Obviously, he fails to um, to beat Maul, so instead Obi Wan has to train him. Not necessarily the best person who can train him, and because right. of that, maybe you know that's that's why maybe well. Do you reckon? Do you reckon? Do you reckon Sidious told? Cause I, 
Right, I know Sidious, obviously, Palpatine's been like, obviously, he's the one behind all these events leading up, and all that. he has this big yeah. plan that stretches yeah. over to becoming uh, Chancellor and yeah. getting emergency powers. Yeah. But do you think, like, as he uh, told Maul to kill Qui-Gon? Um, I don't know if that is actually, like, always kind of like Maul kill Qui-Gon just anyway. Yeah, it's, it's very big. Because if, um, if, um, if like, yeah, cause if like if Palpatine wanted Obi Wan like alive to train Anakin, but like kind of, you know, let them all get cut in half, basically. Yeah, this is basically saying like, oh yeah, <laughs> you, you, you've got to like, let Obi Wan k- kill you. It's like basically, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, that's far fetched, but but then obviously the idea that like Palpatine impregnated Shimi Skywalker with medical, mm-hmm. which is a bit, which is canon. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, yeah, that's um, that's from one of the Vader comics, which uh, I don't really like. It's, it's a very on the nose decision to do that. Um, have, have you guys like read anything about the Darth Plagueis novel? I haven't. No. Right. Well, it, it sort of explains more about like the motivations of the Sith because it, it is mm-hmm. from the Sith perspective. Um, is it? Going, is that- is that during the events of Phantom Menace, or was it after? Yeah, so um, it starts about twenty to thirty years before, yeah. and it ends. It ends concurrently with the end of the Phantom Menace. So, um, uh, it's not. It's not really a, a spoiler. We all know Plagueis dies. He dies exactly at the same time that Maul dies. Well, Maul falls down the pit. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's um, it's really weird because up until that time, Palpatine was the apprentice, not the master. And it's, it's a bit weird, you know. They always say like there's always two: a master and a, an apprentice. Well, at that time, Maul wasn't the apprentice; he was just a Sith assassin. Mm-hmm. He was just like a pawn used by Palpatine. Um, so the whole thing is that, um, you know, all like the sort of like the governance of the the galaxy is going to pass to Palpatine and all of the sort of um, the machinations behind the scenes is done by Plagueis, his master. Mm-hmm. So it was like this dual effort. Obviously wow. Canon has done away with that now with it was sort of, it was just Palpatine pulling the strings, but yeah, that, that's why like this, this whole, this tiny little world, that's why it mattered. You know, it's because if, um, if it's, it's quite hard to explain. It's, it's that, Palpatine got elected on a, a pity vote, you know, like they wanted yeah, him yeah. to get elected because one, he was like he meant to be this middle ground sort of candidate. So he wasn't meant to be like partisan at all. Mm-hmm. And two, he was meant to be this sort of, um, a lot of the sort of people who voted for him thought they could control him. Obviously, he's the Sith. Um, you yeah. know, he, he's the, the one that controls people. So they thought wrong, but, you know, everybody thought they could control him. And as a result, he was elected uh, Supreme Chancellor. But uh, it's it's really weird to s- sort of see, you know, especially in the movie, it's not explained why they want to introduce themselves now. Mm. Yeah, but it, it's um, the plan has been over a th- for a thousand years. They've been like sort of planning the ultimate reveal of themselves, you know, because they're meant to be destroyed. You know, the the, the Jedi destroyed them. Yeah, because I think when when uh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon goes to the council in Episode One, I think after they've picked up Anakin, and they're saying to the council, "Oh, yeah, we think it was a Sith." Yeah. Um, and then you've got uh, 
who's the guy Kyadi Mundi he's like oh no that's impossible they 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 <laughs> yeah. for a millennia um so yeah they obviously think that the Sith aren't around anymore um but what is Sith the... lord exactly that how is that possible <laughs> is that gonna be retcon though when they got the high republic because I swear like there's gonna be like Sith around to the uh... high republic yeah, what yeah. Are making is is Disney making anything set before? They're making um, like an acolyte show about yeah, like the acolyte, and well, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's going to wreck on what's happening in the Phantom Menace. Hmm. Uh, I'm really hoping for like a Palpatine series. That yes. Cool. Like, oh my god! Young Palpatine. I, I saw one of the best uh, fan castings for Young Palpatine. It was uh, Bill Skarsgård, and I was like, "Oh my oh, god!" Yeah, but, like, that worked. I don't know. I, either him or like maybe Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, I mean, Tom like, Hiddleston would be of, really good. Yeah, uh, yeah, vibe, yeah. yeah. But I don't, I don't think people really want to be jumping onto Star Wars after seeing all the stuff that's happened with the the sequels. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, you have something like the Clone Wars season seven and the Mando. And you mm, know, like, true, true. I think people are well. moving away from the the movies and going more towards silver yeah. screen. Uh, sorry, the small screen stuff. Mm. And I think that they obviously they're not going to space a lot of stuff during the sequel trilogy events. It's going to be like right yeah. about uh, a yeah. lot of it's, it's going to be between you know episode three and four, which is yeah. like yeah. I know, like obviously, that's, that's you know, you've got a great kind of timeline there, but it's it's still like. Like this, you've done so much between episodes three and four. It's gonna <laughs> that's gonna oversaturate. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I don't, I don't uh, know. I mean, um, so uh, I want to talk about like uh, obviously Anakin Skywalker in this um, in this film. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you reckon? Do you reckon they should have had a much like a teenage Skywalker in this film while in a young like nine year old? Or, um, well, I think when I when I rewatched Episode One, I mean, what's the age difference between Anakin and and Padme? Because I feel like he's like a really little, like a little kid. <laughs> she's like, I don't know. Yeah, if she's a queen. Maybe she's like what sixteen think, or something. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't, yeah. Know, I don't know. But it was just it, the thing is, obviously, when they grow up and age. Did that sort of age difference doesn't matter. But just when I was watching it the first time, I was like, hang on, he's a little kid here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A bit weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I, I, I kind of love it when, like, uh, Obi-Wan says to, I think it's like his mother, it's like, oh, there's something special about him. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it, oh, oh, you God. mean Qui-Gon? No, Qui-Gon, that's it, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Obi-Wan's back on the ship, isn't he? Yeah. But, I like when Obi-Wan's like, oh, why, why, why do I get the feeling we've just picked up another useless life form? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Obi-Wan, the, 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 Obi-Wan like, the, 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 the bad bitch of the galaxy. Like. Yeah. <laughs> he's jealous. Yeah. He's like, fuck, this little kid is going to get more <laughs> yeah. screen time than me. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally think Jake Lloyd was miscast. I oh, totally yeah. don't yeah. think he should have been in it. Yeah. I mean, like, I know he's... he's he, you know, he was like bullied to hell and back because of like the movie, but like oh, he I, just shouldn't have I, been in I it. I also don't think that George Lucas can actually write dialogue for a kid. Like, yeah. Like yeah. the whole thing is like. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wizard or, Annie. It's like, oh, yippee. It, 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 it's like what? Like, uh, it's Are like, you an angel? 
I know he has kids, George Lucas, but the way he wrote some dialogue fanically, it feels like yeah. he, he doesn't know what like a <laughs> no, child. You, you have a point, like because yeah. some writers struggle really, like they they do really struggle to write like child's dialogue. Yeah, yeah. especially say if like, they don't have kids. I know, yeah, you said like George mm-hmm. Lucas has, yeah, but you know, some people just they can't do it. You know, it's just you just can't put your, your into the like the child mindset. I was I was thinking, you know the scene where like um obviously Padme is uh told by the Queen to go to uh Mos Eisley with um is yeah. it Mos Eisley in this? Mos Esper. Yeah. Mos Esper, is it okay? Yeah. With uh, obviously Jar Jar and Qui Gon. <laughs> like it would would the like would the future turn <laughs> different like if Qui Gon was like, No, she's not coming with us. Because yeah. then she wouldn't have met Anakin Skywalker then. And maybe like Maybe Anakin yeah, Skywalker would have met Qui Gon. If Jar Jar wasn't there, then you know. Uh, I think it was a bit contrived. Maybe that was like, do you know, like the, the meeting scene where Anakin meets Padme? I think that was one of the first like scenes you wrote. So yeah. maybe it's, it's a bit contrived, like what you said. Yeah. Like, why? Why did Qui Gon allow Padme on? You know, along. Yeah. It's because contrived and they needed to meet because <laughs> they needed that scene to happen but um so what do you think of like padme's character uh well it i mean like, I like okay I, like, I do like natalie paul yeah 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 she's a really good actress but i think just some of her dialogue just wasn't again just wasn't all yeah there. yeah she literally uh, was like um she literally was like, oh, fuck, this kid's going to die in, like, the pod race and we wasted all our money. It's like, <laughs> yeah. this kid's like... And he said, have you, like, have, have you raced before? Have you won? And he was like, no. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, uh, you know, Qui-Gon's like... Yeah. And then, like, Anakin literally sacrifices himself... He literally sacrifices himself to literally save Padme in episode three. I'm just like, hey, mate, what are you doing? Like, she literally thought you were, like, shit, pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> Try spinning. That's a good trick. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, right. I, I don't know. Like, I watched the the behind the scenes doc as well, and George Lucas, you know, it's become a meme at this point. Like, he said, like some events directly mirror or parallel the uh, the events of the original trilogy. So, um, you have you know the the, the rebels in the trench run, and they just dest- uh, they destroy the Death Star, and then in this one, it's you know. Anakin destroys the droid control ship. Yeah, you know, the, oh, that's the, the massive so dumb. Um, that is yeah. so dumb. Yeah, that. <laughs> What's your opinion of like you know the who like it's like poetry, it rhymes sort of thing. Um, I mean to be honest, they, they've done that. They even did that with the sequels. If if I'm honest, they just tried yeah. to the photocopy of yeah. the originals and yeah. it, but the, the graphics. Um, I mean, you had <laughs> Return of Jedi, you had the space fight, and then you had the whole duel between Anik, um, Luke and Darth Vader, and then you got like, the fight on Endor. And, like, obviously, but they do the same thing for episode one, but then you got, like, four different stuff going on. So... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got Judah fates. Then you got Anakin, like you know, the Trade Federation space battle. Then you got Padme, like going around, you know, uh, arresting um, New Gunway. And then you got the the Gungan battle. <laughs> it's like so much yeah. different stuff happening, like at once. Like, yeah. 
Because, I mean, if you look at, like, the Return of the Jedi and, like, the concurrent battles in that, they actually work because they, they yeah. almost, like, um, they, they complement yeah. each other. Yeah. And, you know, like, the events in these different places interact directly with the other. But, yeah, yeah it just seems like... Also, you I know, find, like... I, I find the guns sorry, about absolutely pointless. Like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it was just to show off like the special effects, wasn't it? What, one know? thing I would say about about episode one is I really liked the um the vehicles and the, you know you know yeah. the, the droid ships and all of that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. When I was younger, mm. I really liked that. I think I wanted like one of those Lego. Um, I think I had Lego that. Yeah. Oh, the I had Blue Fighters. Yeah. I had, yeah. I had the Blue yeah. Fighter. Um, the mm. nice chip for Lego, yeah. and I had the um. Oh, that's the droid troop carrier as well. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah, I wanted yeah. that one as well. I, um, I, <laughs> I had like the, I think they were like Hot Wheels uh, pod racers. So they okay. were literally just like, um, I think they just had like the, the frame of like cars, but they put like a cast of like yeah. the, the, the podcast, uh, sorry, the pod racer over it. So like, you know, you'd like, you pull it back and it winds up and you let mm-hmm. it go and it like, you know, it shoots off. It's, oh, it's really cool. But like, yeah, you got awesome. to play um, the Lego Star Wars games. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you remember the one with um, oh the uh, episode one? I swear, like the uh, one of the chapters is like you have to. This is a pod racer one. It's mm-hmm. so hard to get like like hundred percent in that. Yeah, because it's Isn't so easy to a, crash. Like, was that on Nintendo Wii or did you play that on PS2? Um, no, I played on Nintendo Wii. It was Nintendo um, Wii. Yeah, I, so. yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I had it on that as well. Yeah, that was years ago. That's probably what <laughs> fifteen years, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, like the whole podcast? Uh, I keep on wanting to say podcast. The pod race sequence. Racing. Yeah, like the, you know, the whole sequence. What do you think of it? Like, um, I, I just I, love like how I think each pod think... race has got its own character. I love it. Yeah, and but then it's mm. like, oh, and they can literally like want because the, most of the pod pod races died. it's a dangerous yeah. game, isn't it? Yeah, I like it. It's yeah. very much like a Ben Hur kind of thing, isn't it? It's yeah, like he's, he's, yeah. Um, that's, what they, that's what they based yeah. the um. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like a chariot like, race almost. I do yeah. like the the Tuscan Raiders are kind of like a joke. Yeah, just, yeah. but then I'm glad that they're showing episode four instead of imagine mm. introducing them in episode one. You wouldn't take them seriously, would you? Because there's like. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's a lot of cameo scenes as well in episode. Oh yeah. One. Um. I think during the pod race, you've got Aura Singh. She's yeah, watching. The yeah. So, there's actually yeah. in a deleted scene, there's a baby Greedo, I think it is. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Greedo. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's, well, not baby, he's just like a young Greedo. And he, I think he's just like walking around or something and starts arguing with one of the other Greedo yeah. comedians. Um, um, Jabba the Hutt. E.T. Oh, as well. E.T. in the... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah in the... E.T. aliens. Quite funny. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, Jabba yeah. the Hutt as well, and then you got like obviously his wife or whatever. Oh, uh, cousin, yeah, Gardula. <laughs> yeah, <Is> that a cousin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think like they're all related to each other, or like she's, she's from, like a rival yeah. like, gang in, or something. Inbred huts. Um, I did find annoying the two like. Uh, commentator guys. Oh like, yeah. Do we really yeah. need this? Like fucking yeah. hell! Like that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. Jab of the head. <laughs> 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 oh god. 
Um, oh, uh, what other cameos could you think of? I'm I'm sure I think of other Warwick Davis. Warwick Davidson, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know, he, like he Dominic, plays, West, um, Dominic West. Dominic West from The Wire. He's in. He plays mm. one of the, the guards, Nambu guards. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. I know Sophia Coppola mm. is in the film. I can't remember yeah. what she's. What yeah. I know. Um, Kira Knightley plays Sabi. Yeah. All right. You're yeah. A decoy. Yeah. Right, yeah. So she's yeah. a decoy. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole time she's in the film. It's as, as well, the Queen has shown. That's Kira Knightley. That's decoy. No, there are there are scenes mm. where it is Natalie Portman. Uh, yeah. Oh right, okay. Yeah, oh, is it this... again, I could tell the difference between yeah. Kira yeah. and Natalie. Is it the scenes where you... they're like she's talking to like the Senate and all that? When she's that... surrounded by um her, her handmaidens. You know, I, I think that's when it's uh when it's Kira Knightley. Yeah, yeah but when, she's, when talking she's talking to the Senate, to the Senate was, is that uh, Natalie actually... Portman? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Hmm. That was I, I really like her yeah. uh, costumes. Oh, the costume! Cool. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. very like avant-garde. I think very. You know, can you imagine like you were on set at the time, and like you got like this queen, and she's like decked out in like these weird sort of like outfits. I bet you think like, what the fuck is going on here? But, like, I don't know. It kind of works. You know, she's meant to be the queen, and I think like it, the idea was every time you see her, she's in a different costume. Mm. Every time you see her, out in the in jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it does definitely sort of set the world and being like, wow, this is very uh, extravagant, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can it's like it's a heyday now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I think I think that's what he was going for. That this is like the time of opulence. This is the time of decadence. Yeah, and as and a result, it will fall eventually. And that's why in that's in the with, yeah, that's why in the original trilogy, it's uh, kind of all everything's kind of decayed. As yeah. well, like nothing Black and looks... white. Yeah, and obviously we saw Naboo in Return. Right, so Naboo's in Return of the Jedi. Is that like was that one of the editions that came out after yeah. the Phantom yeah. Menace? Oh, right, that okay. was just before the release of Phantom Menace. I think and it was the, the 1997 uh, special edition, and, the, and that's why Coruscant also is in Return of the Jedi. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and you see the Jedi Temple. That was the first time you ever see the Jedi Temple was in the uh, the celebration scene in Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. yeah. but it was it was decorated in all like imperial colors yeah that was it was turned into the imperial palace mm-hmm. i thought it was turned into the imperial academy yeah. um oh, no, um, no it, it was turned into the imperial palace oh, yeah. okay that, as like a sign of dominance the emperor put his seat as like the former jedi temple like the, what what a, what what a like a badass yeah, yeah so, the more water prequels the more i'm like actually you know what I don't mind. Yeah. I was, I'm going, you know, actually, you know what? I, I don't like, you know, I, I don't blame the Jedi for losing. They're literally so shit. And like, yeah, kind of, they're terrible. Come, yeah. yeah, they are actually just so incompetent. Yoda, I think when, Yoda's like, character. Oh, God. It's it's like an insult to his like character in episode mm. five and six. It's like, simply wise, but then he's like, believes the Sith are like, you know, are extinct and stuff. Obviously, when it so, comes so, to episode, very end arrogant. episode two, like it makes a bit more sense, but so do you think time, it, what, it was like a, a betrayal of the character? I think so because obviously you're supposed to have you're supposed to be this very wise Jedi mm-hmm. when you meet him. Oh, yeah. 
and six. And then, and he's obviously, you know, he's, he trained Luke and all that. And then yeah. episode one, you just got him literally like believing that the, the Sith are extinct. Like, okay, he's he's wise in that Anakin should not be trained, but then he's not wise in believing that the Sith that are, uh, that the Sith, he's wise in not believing that the Sith are, are, are back. Mm. When, mm. But, see, see, I disagree. I'd, I'd say he's not wise at all. I'd say he's the opposite of wise by saying that Anakin can't train. I'd say he's, he's being so narrow-minded and so, like, dogmatic by saying that, you know, Agreeing with the council by saying Anakin can't be trained. But I, I don't. I, when it comes to the scene at the end where like Obi Wan's like, "Oh, I gave Quagga my word, I'll train the boy." Yoda literally can stop all this. Like he can say, "Like no, the boy's not being trained." Yeah. Then he allows it, which mm. which is kind of like shooting yourself in the foot. Then. Yeah, I or think it's, it, 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 it's shooting himself in the foot, but he doesn't see the gun. You know, he he. He keeps on making these mistakes, and he only starts to see his own hubris and his own arrogance when the Clone Wars comes about, and but, he realizes but, this is the Jedi's fault. But why does he allow, in the end, Obi Wan to train Anakin? Does he believe that, like yeah, Anakin yeah. could well, be? Obi Wan would have trained him anyway, even without the wishes of the Council. So yeah. I think even Qui Gon was, was going to do that as well. Yeah, like yeah, I don't care if you mm. guys don't let me; I'll yeah. do it anyway. Oh. Because um, there's precedent for like Jedi Masters leaving in the past. You know, you got like Dooku. I think Qui Gon would have left. You know, you would have become one of like the they call it the Lost Twenty or something. Yeah, you would have just yeah. left. You know, and, and made like a mat like a schism in the order. So I think it was just the Jedi just trying to be like, well, trying to keep like Obi Wan on side because they didn't want him to like leave us. You know. Just just be made a Jedi Knight, you know. Yeah, do you think true. Luke, like I'm talking about secret trilogy stuff here? So, do mm. you reckon Luke, like, kind of sensed that Kylo Ren had kind of like the the dark side within him when he trained him? Yeah, I, I swear Luke would not make the same mistake in training Kylo. He feels like Kylo has got a dark side ability in him. Why would you train Kylo? Why would he train Kylo if? Uh... Well, I don't think it's that like. He he would have sensed the dark side. I think it was um, he he saw. Like, I think it's some people are more susceptible to the dark side. Yeah, you know? yeah. Okay. So I think um, it's, he 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 noticed how easily he could have been swayed by yeah. the dark side. Yeah. I, I honestly believe right that Anakin is a bad person pretending to be good, and you got Ben who's a good person pretending to be bad. Oh wow! Okay, okay. That, mm. That's my opinion. Well, you, well, Anakin is a bad person and be good. You mean yeah. that's like from the Phantom Menace? Or... Yeah, I, yeah. Well, like you know, like he's one of those, the, uh, more he, the more he progresses, those, you know, he's one of those fucked up like child, like you know, psycho. <laughs> <laughs> but like well, the thing with Anakin know, was he already had a bond with his mum. Yeah, um, yeah. Any other yeah. Jedi's? I think they're taking that pretty much birth, basically. Um, I think yeah. Qui-Gon knew that. He knew that he had a strong relationship with his mum and he would need to, you know, he promised his mum he was going to rescue her and obviously she died to the Tusken Raiders. Um, so it was pretty much inevitable that he was going to just lose his shit. Um, after, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think there was a lot of foreshadowing of his character just even from early on. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, it's like he never like truly immersed himself in the dark side until episode three, you know. Until, arguably, he was on Mustafar, and that was when he truly went to the dark side. 
Mm. Until then, he was always like teasing, and he was always like. Uh, Temple was when he he truly immersed himself, yeah. killing the younglings. Oh, with the kids, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do think because um, one of the prequel trilogy shows is like, oh, Anakin was like, you know, what the trilogy, what the, the prequel trilogy kind of shows, not in like obviously, and what other Star Wars TV shows and films have developed more. It's like, oh, Anakin was like, obviously he's going to turn bad. There was no good side in him. He, he was torn, and it, they kind of acted like. Anakin was the only Jedi that was torn. Well, a lot of Jedi in other media have had that kind of dark, you know, but had had that troubles mm. that force them to the dark side. But then they end up like you know, uh, you know, do you get what I mean? Like the twisted battle yeah. each Jedi has with the dark yeah. side and light side. Oh yeah, yeah. In the prequels, it kind of implies that only Anakin has that. But like we see, uh, mm. get, well, we we see it in like I, the I think Anakin. Anakin's different though, isn't he? he you know, he he'd lived a life outside of the order before he went to the jedi so he was if anything he, he was already more susceptible to mm. being turned whereas you have people like qui-gon or you know obi-wan or mace windu who would live their whole lives in the order so they were more well yeah they were more indoctrinated so they were they, they were less uh, susceptible to the the pull of the dark side maybe you know <laughs> yeah, but, um, no, I, I agree. With a, that. a lot of people didn't like how the character of Anakin was portrayed in that he was this like innocent, all-loving little like boy. I I, I don't mind yeah. that. To be honest. Maybe, maybe I, a little bit of a darker side from could have been shown. Yeah. Maybe I guess. No, um, I, I I um I I like that he's kind of innocent because it kind of does show. How like even the innocent, most innocent mind can be corrupted. Mm. Like if you have him to be like this, like little shit in like episode, one, <laughs> and you know, then it'd be like, okay, he's obviously going to be like, uh, you know, it's not. Yeah, I, I like I, bef- I like that he's innocent because like in the most innocent like person can become corrupted and do like evil things. Like mm. you know, uh, just like uh, Two Face in a uh, Batman. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You either exactly. was it um, die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Yeah, that's yep. it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, what other ones? There's always like a bunch of um, characters in like pop culture that like have gone like they're always like the nicest person, then they've gone into like, the most horrible person, and it's uh, that's great cows development to be honest. Mm. Uh, but. Yeah, actually, yeah, exactly. Probably bad anyway, but just pretending to be good. But anyway, that, that's going on to game um, onto uh, something else. <laughs> uh, what I, I I get kind of one of the things it's weird is when like oh yeah he's got like a high like metachlorine count and yeah. it's high in the force, but we don't see Anakin use the force at all. Now I. I don't we? Do we? Mm. Don't seem like no, you know, move objects really. well, with his hands. He has like faster reflexes. Um, yeah. Okay. And they say that's the reason why he can do pod racing. Um, just just because he has that, and he can apparently see things before they happen. Um, but yeah, you don't see him physically like lift up a broom like you do in you know, <laughs> Broom Boy. Broom Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, My God. favorite character. Broom Boy. Never yeah. see him again. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's waste. Uh, oh dear. Imagine, like, imagine they went over the top with uh, Phantom Menace, and George was like, "Oh yeah, Anakin's gonna be in like the the, the fight between Obi Wan, 
Qui Gon and more. And it's like Anakin comes to help, and Anakin like <laughs> get Anakin uses his force and like kills more. It's like oh, <laughs> yeah, wow, what a, what a twist! That would be Anakin like makes Qui Gon's lightsaber fight more. You go see he makes a little yeah. kid just like going out against like a Sith apprentice. <laughs> Be be talking, about that, uh, talking about that fight scene though i do think that's probably one of the best oh yeah like fight flawless lightsaber fight yeah. scenes i mean, I, I watched like, the behind the scenes yeah of, yeah of the training that liam neeson and you and mcgregor did with ray park who was a guy yeah. who played yeah. and uh yeah no they, they proper went for it i think they trained for like a good couple months yeah yeah but- yeah. Park being I think it's beautiful. Qualified martial yeah. artist who can do the flips and mm. all of that. Um, it just works so much yeah. better than the, the sequel yeah. fight. So um, a, a lot of people like going on what exactly what you said, Pat. Is like people didn't like how the fights. Let, let's use do, do a little fate, but the fights in the prequels in general were very fast and almost like a dance, and it mm-hmm. was like almost like it was choreographed. True, but, but it's it's almost like. You have to think these these Jedi and Sith they anticipate each other's movements. So if anything, it's 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 less a dance and more a chess game. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, a, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. But also, like, like, yeah, you know, they're, they're ultra athletic, ultra gymnastic. And what happens when you give these people laser swords? You know, that you get duel of the fates. It's also like it's also because there's three people fighting. The, the mm. combat is going to go quicker. The fight's going to be over quicker. Yeah. But one of the gripes I do have of Avengers of Sith is the fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin goes on for so long. I think it's like 17 minutes. And after a while, you just, you just get like, you know, you get kind of like uh, tired of it in the end. Hmm. I, I, yeah, I like I it. it. <laughs> yeah, what, you I want... enjoy it. Oh, no, no, no. I do enjoy it. It's the dark. Yeah, I do it's, enjoy it's the light and dark, the, like racing each other. I think, but it's the duration of it. Like, yeah, it, it, yeah. I still enjoy the fight, but it, after a while, mm. when they're like, when they jump off the, um, oh, that collapsing, uh, oh, what was it like that that platform yeah, in the, um, yeah, it was yeah. a refinery, I and think. The, yeah, and then they're fighting again, like on that little, like that little piece, like of of, yeah. of metal and the lava. That's when I was kind of like, okay. Like, like we're still fighting, are we? Like, yeah. you, you be knackered by, by the end of it. Like, <laughs> the Yoda and um, Sidious's fight was quick because it's like two big powers just going at it. Like, yeah, true. Yeah. One thing I would say also, also the music in the prequels, especially Jewel of Fates. Oh yeah, uh, really good, brilliant. Yeah. Who was the? Oh, was it John Williams? Yeah, John yeah. Williams. Yeah. yeah, really good. Really, really, really good. Um, so, yeah, Jewel of Fate, episode one. I'm trying to think, what was the one for episode three? Was that the heroes? Battle of the Heroes. Yeah. Of the heroes, they, like, yeah. yeah. They, they, they wanted something which was like yeah. even greater than Duel of the Fates. Mm. You know, I prefer uh, Duel of the Fates. It's the voices in the background. It's like, like yeah. what, what would you call it? It's like. A chorus, I think. Chorus, yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. haven't got really a chorus in Battle in yeah. Battle of the he- Battle of the Heroes, like you mm. don't. Um... Yeah, and and the scene when Darth Maul just gets the dual lightsabers out. Oh, my oh God. I, think, I think when that was first shown in cinemas, people were yeah. like, oh, two getting... lightsabers, like two lightsabers. This yeah. is getting out of hand. Now there's two yeah. of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
but like what's like your favorite part of the of the whole fight um I quite like the bit when after Qui-Gon dies and it's just Obi-Wan first Darth Maul. I think there's a really yeah. good, like, I think when I was watching the behind the scenes, Obi-Wan just sort of trying to psych himself up while well, Euron, uh, yeah. psych himself up. he was like jumping up and down on the spot, really, <laughs> just like trying to hype oh, himself God. up, like get ready for the fight yeah. and he gets in the take. Um, mm. And then he runs in and does like a really cool fight scene. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, it's yeah. the one where he's like, he runs to meet Maul, isn't it? And then like, yeah. I think he, he puts his, his saber like behind him and then slams it straight in front of him. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh, it's, it's just it's it really so well. it's visceral. You know, it's heavy. Yeah, you don't I, get um, that in the You just don't get that at all. Like, no. As in the speed and the ferocity. Yeah. Of it, but... did, did, did you say the sequels part? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I would. Yeah, the sequels. I, I'd say to be honest, like when you see the fight between Kylo and. Ray, they're just sort of like waving their arms yeah, around. Messy, yeah, you're messy. I mean, yeah, they're trying to be aggressive, but it's I mean, just yeah, like I mean, doing... I think I, I did like the fight with the Praetorian Guard and Ray and uh, yeah. Kylo in episode eight. That that was quite good choreographed. Uh, that's probably the only good thing about that film, uh, to be honest. Is that <laughs> not Boom Boy? <laughs> not Boom Boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, wait, is that, is that, that <laughs> a small creature from episode nine? That... Oh, um, what, what was that Frick. small? Yeah, that was like, yeah. that was literally hey, hey. to make money. <laughs> so annoying. Kicked that out of the bloody you know, window, you know. Uh, I did like the part in the fight, though, where um, Obi, this, like, you know, we got like, kind of like the shields, and quite uh, oh, God, it's like yeah. meditating and, and uh, conserving his energy, whilst yeah. Moore's. Like prowling, prowling, like yeah. like building stuff up out of anger and stuff. That was, it's great because it shows like two different sides of like of mm. like the Sith. You got the hatred and anger, and then and then you got Qui Gon who's using his strength and like like breathing, but like you know, kind of breathing exercises to like for yeah, um, for fighting, balance, isn't it? You know, yeah, Qui Gon yeah. is, is essentially what a Jedi is meant to be. You know? Yeah, he's meant to be he's balanced. He's at peace. Whereas yeah. Maul is unbalanced and he's, he's using his anger. And obviously, oh, Obi, Obi, so when Obi-Wan is like, obviously, cycling himself up, that's obviously McGregor as well, but it could also mean that kind of like Obi-Wan's still kind of like a, you know, an apprentice still. Like, he hasn't, he's not mm, like, yeah. you know, um, he's just like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, good fight. What a scene. Yeah. And, yeah, and then compared to that, like, you have, um, the the Naboo fighter in space and uh, the the Gungan battle. Yeah, why is Jar Jar bloody general? It's like that's one of the yeah, things. It's like what? let's <laughs> make him a general. It's like he's general. <laughs> and literally, he oh. and he literally does fuck all in this fight. Oh dear. God, it's like there's some really good shots in the battle. Do you know when? Uh, the droids are assembled, and there's that scene like oh, um, when they're unloading down yeah, the ranks. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. And and all their heads pop up. That is, it's beautiful. It's, it's oh, so God. like it's hypnotic. Mm. Oh my God, guys, what's your favorite like class of droid? Like out of the, the separatist uh, droid army? I would give like 
Droidicars. I love droidicars. Where <laughs> are those droidicars? Um, I love playing them on, ba- on Battlefront, like the original Battlefront games, like one and two. Yeah. I love playing droidicars. Che- <laughs> I'm going to cheat and say it's from the Clone Wars, the, the commando droids. Oh, yeah. The ones oh, that yeah. Like, disguise yeah. themselves as, dro- as clones. Those are my favorite. Oh, those are, those are good, yeah. yeah. But I, uh, I did like the, the supers from episode two, how like their, their whole arm was like a, a blaster. That was awesome. They, they, did, they don't pay him this one, do they, in episode one? No, it's only the B ones. Uh, and yeah. yeah. Doors and the droid cars. It's, I was never scared of the droids, no, were you? you like, when you were watching again. The droid cars. <laughs> Whether where are those droid cars? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the, that was my best one, but <laughs> you get the gist. Yeah. Oh dear. Did you were you guys ever scared of when you're watching um, episode one of of the droids? Because I wasn't. Not not this. No. No. Uh, no. I think no. I was scared about watching the obviously the the stormtroopers. Even even if they fire their weapons, great. They were still quite um, scary because yeah, I think yeah. they were because they're human. As well, yeah. Like, Maybe like the face looked like a skull as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. And the droids in this is literally just like they're just mm. enemies that the, you have to just go through to get to like yeah. you know the yeah. um, the big the big the big boss yeah. in it. But I think Lucas said that like those droids are meant to be they are meant to be crap, but yeah. it's just so many of them that yeah. eventually they'll kill you. Yeah, no. I mean, some still have like guys from droids, haven't they? Like getting killed yeah, by droids. Yeah. Oh, it's just, I don't know, like, how could you have made, like, that battle better? Maybe given the Gungans some guns? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could maybe take a play out of the, you know, Avengers Infinity War, maybe them having to open the shield a little, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> On your left. On your left. <laughs> I don't know, I, I think that, yeah, they definitely could have improved it. I mean, they had, yeah. what was it, like, ball things, wasn't it? Yeah, so, like, yeah. Slingshots. Yeah. And they had, like, those big cow things with catapults on their backs. Like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? <laughs> it's all the, it's all the, it's all the CGI yeah. mon- It's all the uh, computer-generated monsters. Yeah. I've got to say... On that. <laughs> you know, you know the, the personal shields that they had? Those are pretty cool. Mm. Those, like, they're, like, frames, and they press a button or something, yeah, and then, like, the shield, well. like, goes yeah. along the frame. That was pretty cool. Some of the computer-generated yeah. monsters in this, like creatures or aliens in this um, film, are weird. Like, some have got weird faces. Like, I was it. This one where they like, they on that kind of like their ship and it's going underwater, and it's like they're being chased by these little monsters. And then oh, yeah, like, when the yeah. big monster appears and he opens his mouth, he's like smiling. Yeah, and I was like, what, what the? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the yeah. hell? Like, is <laughs> yeah. There's always a bigger fish. Yeah. I actually like that uh, sequence. You know, I, 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 it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, big booba fish. Basically, Jar Jar's there because uh, Qui Gon saved his life, and Jar and Jar's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm coming with you." And then Qui Gon's yeah. like, "All right, okay." <laughs> There's no need for Jar Jar like, to be there. But yeah. just there. Like, <laughs> do you know, do you know who like the slapstick humor of Jar Jar? Like, it falls flat. Like, nothing works. No, it doesn't. You yeah, know, it doesn't. It's all this fart yeah, jokes, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, so maybe make Archer Lord of the Sith or something. Oh, like, my like, God. I did. Switcheroo. I, yeah. uh, I really want, I don't know, because now we've got the Snyder cut coming out. I really want, like, a George <laughs> Lucas cut with Jar Jar is a Sith. 
Yeah. Um, that could be terrifying. Have you seen the, uh, <laughs> have you guys the images of what uh, the images of it is just yeah, crazy. yeah, it's, it's nightmare fuel, yeah, yeah. but like, um, uh, Ahmed Best, I'm not sure if he was on like a podcast, but he was saying about like what he thought a Sith Lord Jar Jar would have sounded like, and 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 he he deepened his voice and like made it less like stupid sounding, and it is it's terrifying. It is. It's horrible. Like to listen oh, to. I it. wish we had that. Yeah. Oh, we did get like a bit in the Clone Wars where, like, you know, he was pretending to be a Jedi. Oh, uh, yeah, in but... uh, yeah. commas, pretending to be a pretending. Jedi. But I'd be great because imagine that people like throughout the prequels, like Jar, like in the second one, Jar just acts like a bit dumb person, but <laughs> really he's like a Sith, and like he's like so powerful. And was like, what? <laughs> it's like I'm. Mis- <laughs> I mean, funny, like, he can be used as a way of kind of like, uh, you know, uh, drawing Anakin and Padme together and like, like obviously um, exploit that. that. That That'd be good. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just making yeah. fanfare stuff now. <laughs> There's enough of that out there without you exactly. adding to it. <laughs> what do you guys think of the, you know, a lot of the actors who starred in episode one two and three they did get a lot of like you know a lot of hate from star wars fans what do you think of that now because i think a lot a lot of the fans are now going back and saying oh maybe the acting jake, paid Roger R. binks yeah 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 jake uh, lloyd and all that uh, uh hayden's critic hayden christensen mm. like mm. i remember like i was i was young at the time but i remember like you know i wasn't that fussy on him acting if he did come back now, no, he is, right? He's coming back for Kenobi. I yeah. can't wait. Because in my mind, he is Anakin, you know? Mm, but, exactly. um, you can get someone else. Yeah, like, you have some actors who, in a way, they carried the prequels. You know, for example, Ewan McGregor, Ian McDiarmid. Um, Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson. Like, they're perfect. They are perfect. But I think they had the best dialogue as well. And I, and I don't think, like, one, the dialogue was... was top tier and two the direction was a bit crap <laughs> you know like I, I don't think like say you had like george lucas in, in the pre uh, sorry in the the originals and he only directed the first movie whereas in the prequels he directed all three and i don't know maybe he's more of like an ideas man you know he's more of a creative mind yeah, yeah. i don't think he's he's more of a director you know I, you know he did um uh American graffiti in THX, but you know, it, I don't think he's that, you know, who great. Did, in... uh, who did episode five and six then? Who directed those? Um, Irvin Kirshner did episode five, and oh, damn it. Um, it's, a Welsh, it was... it's a Welsh guy, isn't it? Directed episode six. Yeah, Richard Marquand. Yeah. Something Marquand. Uh, let, me, let me Google it. Um, he didn't do much, I think. Um... Director. I mean, you always had like George Lucas on hand. Yeah. Um, One of the funny things I think now is Disney don't really care about George anymore. Um, yeah. So I think sometimes George like wants to come on set and like help out with the yeah you know, the story building and mm. all of that, but Disney's like, go away, George. Yeah. It's no longer your baby. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Like they absolutely they outright rejected his treatments for episode seven to nine. Well, that's yeah. so dumb. All of it. Have you seen the treatments for episode for George's sequel trilogy? Darth well, Maul will be br- coming back. Yeah. And Darth Talon as well. Darth Talon. Mm. Oh, 
God's sake. Like, yeah. No, we got that. Ben Swolo instead, don't we? <laughs> ben <laughs> can can you guys uh pat did you see that image of, like we did of keats we put a yeah, wig I on him that. i love that yeah so as, as uh, ben swallow it's so funny <laughs> oh, <dear>. oh. <laughs> i think that was just after it came out as well so like the memes were everywhere yeah <laughs> but was that yeah. second year or was that third year uh second i want to say second yeah year. wow god that's so long ago and like like his pajama bottoms were like up to his like <laughs> no, <laughs> nearly up to his no, that, that, that was third year that's what, third, tw- 2017 okay. yeah that's yeah. third year mm. you guys know yeah. that um did you guys know that tupac was originally casted as for um mace window what yeah do you what? know that that's mad. Tupac? Tupac, yeah. Are we, are yeah. we thinking about the same Tupac here? No, yeah, 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 yeah. All, all eyes on Hold me. Up, like, what the hell? I can't imagine that. I cannot imagine him as Mace, uh, as, uh, Mace Windu. Yeah, Take you're right. Wow. Skywalker. Yeah. What? <laughs> I, 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 I need to do this as well. Like, what the hell? Tupac, Mace Windu. What? What the hell? That's you, insane. He actually read for the role. Yeah, oh, wow. I was in the edits. There's one yeah, of uh, Tupac. Him with uh, his bandana on. Yeah. His Tupac as a, as a force ghost. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the force ghost was quite funny. Oh, dear. What did what? you guys. Um... Well, what else uh, can we say about uh, what do you guys think about like um, Darth Maul's voice? Obviously, Peter Sarah Fingwich, who yeah, was in, um, he was I mean, he said like, what was it like? How many words did he say? Probably about thirty words. Actually, probably yeah. less. About twenty. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I prefer Sam Wit uh, Wit was. Um, mm. Yeah, voice. I mean, like, Peter Sarah has got a nice. He's got a very. Um, uh, I don't know why they brought him back. Voice. I don't know why mm. they didn't bring him back for like the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they had Sam Witwer on hand. No, oh, yeah, he, yeah. I think he'd played the son before, so maybe they they had the idea of like what they wanted to go for for um for the voice of Maul. And you know he played yeah. Star Killer, so you know they had like this ultra fan on hand to play him. I, I, I don't do think feel, Sam Witwer would say no either. Yeah, I do feel a little bit bad for Sam Witwer because I think even if they made a live action thing with Maul, it would have to be Ray Park, you know, being the character of Maul, but then lip read with Sam Witwer's voice. Yeah, yeah. 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 That would just be such a pain doing that, like having yeah. to lip read the whole thing. Mm. Um, so I, I feel like Sam Witwer's quite a big guy as well. Yeah. So he, he's, he's very well made <laughs> yeah exactly like he could have probably done some of the fight scenes but yeah probably not to the same level as ray park so it's a bit of like a, of a i think ray park has become like he is Dar- he is darth maul whilst yeah. like yeah. 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 is the voice of darth maul yeah and may- but i may- don't think like to the casual fan people would know who sam Witwer was no you no know? No, that's why even, I like, like even Ray Park. I think you'd um, be like, oh yeah, um, that's the guy I played uh, Snake Eyes. Because I'm, I no. remember, I remember <laughs> when it was the Mandalorian, and people were like mm. upset that Ahsoka Tana, like what's her name, Ashley, um, Ashley Axine, oh, yeah, yeah Ashley Axine didn't play like um, Ahsoka Tano and like Rosie yeah. Dawson. But I feel like obviously yeah. Rosie Dawson is a bigger name than, than Ashley is. Yeah. Uh, mm. 
I might get some fan hate now um, after this, but <laughs> uh, that's probably why they casted Rosario Dawson. Hmm. But she she's more of like a physical actor. I don't think Ashley Eckstein could physically embody Ahsoka no, as well no. and as Rosario that's did. When they had the the woman who played Bo Katan to play Bo Katan, yeah. because she is like a name. She's yeah. she's an actress as well. She's been in a mm. bunch of stuff where people be like, "Oh, the person who play, playing Bo Katan is the girl from Battlestar Galactica." Yeah, and I've got I've come mm. his name, so I will I will I will. Uh, that's to, Kate like, Sackoff. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but like I, I rely on you do the law for me and remember <laughs> people's names uh, I, I shouldn't really be proud of that it's very nerdy but like do you know like the the the, the, the movie right sort of relied upon like this is like the new generation of computer graphics you know mm. people you know, not just like Star Wars fans but like fans of like you know like these uh, CGI movies they went there to watch like this new sort of like computer generated stuff and you had um a lot of like the the creatures and the sort of like mon- uh the a- aliens but then you had the actual characters you know sort of like Watto um sorry Watto Jaja and uh Sebulba but like if you if you look at like the graphics now like they don't they aren't really that great you know it's 20 small years old which one would you say is the most um like convincing or the the one that's aged the best well out of, out of those three yeah Watto maybe mm. uh um, like yeah. Binks. I don't know yeah, Jar Jar Binks I say Watto yeah yeah hmm. so Boomba's mm-hmm. literally yeah. like a um oh he, he's yeah. like a Chad isn't he he's like you know he's like <laughs> isn't Chad. he was awesome yeah. So yeah. like, have you seen these women oh, literally like giving like, 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 massages yeah. and stuff? It's so funny. It's <laughs> Twilight like, sleeves, just like doing do his nails. <laughs> Man's got that pee, isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you got to think, right? He is, he is like the. Uh, what, I'm trying to think of like a really good comparison. You know, he's like the superstar of their universe. You know, like yeah, kids would yeah. have had like his poster up on their walls. Yeah, yeah. And he gets and he gets beaten by like a little kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, what, you know, like the whole design of Sebulba, how like his his arms are used for like uh, his legs. propulsion. Yeah, and like yeah. his arms are sorry. Yeah, and his legs his are legs used are for like. Arms. It's weird. It's weird, isn't it? But it's I don't know. It's quite like creative. I'd say. Yeah, it, it does seem to work. To be honest, it, yeah. it does work. And Watto as well. How like he's got tiny little wings, and he's got like a massive like stomach, and he's still able to fly. Like that's basically yeah. a stereotype as well. Like Watto. Yeah, um, Jewish. Yeah, that's not intentional, yeah. is it? Like, uh, yeah, with... m- maybe it was unintentional. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's very uh, on the north. I know a lot of criticisms of the Phantom Menace and the prequels are, is that, especially Phantom Menace, is that people think that legit George Lucas is doing stereotypes of like Jews, uh, Japanese, and also like black people. Because apparently like Jar Jar Binks is like a... uh, Um, Afro-Caribbean, isn't it? Yeah, Afro-Caribbean, yeah. 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 I mean, you got to think, right? So Jar Jar Binks, yeah, like has been accused of like that sort of like... um, stereotype but then Ahmed Best is from that background anyway 
Yeah, yeah. I you think know, people do. So he's going to pull from that background. Yeah, yeah. I think people do do forget that it's someone that that's that same yeah. background playing yeah. that unintentional yeah. stereotype. Mm. But you know, like I think, like if you have like these sort of like these different sort of cultures portrayed on screen, you know, they are going to be like different, and people mm. are going to right. Something as universal as Star Wars, right? If it's as big as it is law wise then people are going to make connections where there weren't previously any yeah you know? yeah people are going to say right the, the ewoks represent vietnam you know or um, i don't think i, I don't uh, think that until you just like yeah or like uh Jeddah, the Jeddah city from uh rogue one is meant to be Jeru- uh, jerusalem right but they're just the inspirations you know and they're just like the best fiction is pulled from reality. You know, oh, yeah, you, you yeah. can't just you can't just make something new off the cuff. You need to base it on something that you recognize, and yeah, especially something yeah, like Star yeah. Wars. You know, yeah, I you need why... something to pull from. Yeah, I know? think it's because people didn't like the film that they would look at like these stereotypes and be like one of the criticisms of it, whether yeah, it, even yeah. if it's unintentional. Like, yeah, what do you guys I think of? Right, uh... but yeah, I agree. Yeah, All right, what do you guys think of like CFPO? being built by Anakin. Do you reckon that's kind of like silly? Contrived. Been... Contrived, yeah. 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 I like how they portrayed him, though. How he's like, he didn't have any sort of plate in, and you can see yeah. through him. I thought yeah. that was very clever. But, um, yeah, how like they had him to make um, to make him was very contrived. Because then it makes the original trilogy be like, well, CVPO was created by Darth Vader. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Never mentioned. It's like, yeah. you think George Lucas... Knowing that, yeah, he would make some sort of link because mm. he's kind of like yeah. he, he did kind of like uh, made a plot hole of himself doing that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but also Anakin is also coming from Tatooine. Yeah, that's it. That's a contri- um. It's not a contrivance. It's just you know it's pulling f- it's pulling from familiarity. You know, it's like oh well, the first film I did, uh, the the farm boy was from Tatooine, so let's put another one there. You know, it's it's easy because people yeah. recognize Tatooine. Yeah, I, I don't like the character C three PO anyway, but I liked the the practical effects that they used in the movie. I thought that was cool. I don't really, um, I don't understand. Well, I, uh, like R two D, they they show two horns, C three and R two D and everything. Which I kind of disagree yeah. in, but it's kind of like, okay, why do we have have these two characters? Yeah. I mean, I love R two. To be honest, I've got like a, a special awesome. place in my yeah. heart for R two D two. He's one of my favorite characters, and like, not gonna lie, not gonna lie, he does like all like the backbone work of his of anything. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he? Yeah. Doesn't he? Like, he's he the real ghost, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, mate, he is like like R two needs some some. Pay rise or something like yeah. some special privileges. I, I saw memes of like, um, have you seen that like SpongeBob thing? It's like, oh, hi, how are you? And yeah, then it's like him, like buff, and it's like the little, like the little, like smooth-skinned one is after yeah. in the originals, and then yeah. him, like really yeah. buff, is him in the prequels. And it's oh, like, it well, is, isn't it? Like they make him such a badass. They give him jets. <laughs> I, 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 I love like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you remember, do you remember the Clone Wars episode where it's like an evil R two and like yeah, fight yeah, each yeah, other? <laughs> Isn't it like uh, Goldie or something? Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like a he's like an informer or uh, yeah. or a um, general Grievous, and then they yeah. fight. 
<laughs> it's basically like the idea of like, oh yeah, you you. Do you know what it's like? It's like that little droid they did in the Last Jedi. He's he's an evil version of BB-8. That is yeah. exactly oh, what they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at least with Goldie, they had like some characterization. They made you feel sorry I, for. I him. think that episode was a basically R two like that whole R two yeah. missing. I yeah. think his idea was like, okay, we need to have like some sort of like. I don't know, we need to give something good to Jar 2 because literally he's yeah, like everyone's yeah. bitch but right now. Like any, anything, <laughs> say like anything to do with the droids or Jar Jar in the Clone Wars is meant for kids. You yeah. Know? And know. anything to do with Maul is meant for us. <laughs> the, mate, the, amount, mate, the amount of stuff R2-D2 <laughs> yeah. have seen. Like the like the, the Venom flashbacks he must he must have. <laughs> yeah. Oh mate, you've got some big... He's, yeah, he's, he's on some bad nightmares. <laughs> He ain't sleeping at night. <laughs> imagine R two like sad beeps. Imagine R two R two just kills like Anakin Skywalker like in the uh, Revenge of the Sith. It's like oh my god, R two literally the same galaxy, <laughs> written and directed by George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, like R two like obviously he's in the ship with uh, Anakin and they fly to like, <laughs> Mustafar, and then R2 is just like, yeah, I'm going to kill you, and just flies into it like the lava. Or, or, all I'm thinking of <laughs> is just R2. Like, when, uh, when, when Anakin's like, you know, on, on the lava, sort of just like falling down, <laughs> everyone's left him, and then R2 just flies in, just pushes him down. <laughs> God. <laughs> do you know um, Bolton, when, when he said, like, oh, he shoots at Anakin, all I was thinking of was like that scene from the family guy when where like, he pulls a piece out on him, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's holding like like a Glock. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh god. Oh, do you, you ever seen the video, YouTube video of like what R two is really saying, and it's like oh, uh, god, subtitles. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Have you seen that one, Patrick? No, I haven't seen that one. Oh, yeah. I've seen two after. Yeah. It's basically like mm. what what it's like what R two's really been saying. It's like R two is like, oh fuck, fuck this shit. I've been doing all this for everyone for yeah. so long. You guys can go do it yourself. I'm done. And it's like, oh, it's so funny. Uh... You know, um, like how in the original trilogy, this is another like gripe, common gripe people had. Um, in the original trilogy, um, the force is like this mystical uh, field. You know, like it can be accessed by anyone. You know, if they, if they try hard enough, or if they have like you know the faith almost. And then in the prequels, it's it's no, it's if you have a high enough metachlorian count, then you can access. The yeah, force. yeah, that is so dumb. Like, do they? I don't think they they mention it now a lot, do they? I mean, they mention no. the Mandalorian, the metachlorians. Yeah, such yeah. so a stupid name as well, mm. metachlorians. Like, yeah, but it's like, I in the, in the sequels they don't mention it because they try and um, brush the, the prequels <laughs> under the rug, almost. You know yeah, they don't yeah. like the, the, the prequels, uh, uh, and in the past, I, right? JJ Abrams has said that he hates the prequels. He's gone on record oh. saying that. You know. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah, but um, I, I I don't know. I'm kind of I I've read like Darth Plagueis, so it, they, they give some like context to it. In that, um, the Force works through the Medichlorians to give like to allow you to to use the Force it's almost like a middleman but yeah it's like it's a bit like throwaway isn't it that oh you know i'm I'm trying to i'll take this little blood sample and oh it turns out you've got loads of metachlorians really, you can be yeah. powerful and another gripe i have obviously when i went to metachlorians the whole idea of like anakin being like the chosen one and being like uh you know high mm. metachlorian counts 
and he's so his mother's like, Oh yeah, I've always known that he's been special. And it's like <laughs> yeah. and it's like he's death of a great it's like and then oh Qui Gon literally like, Oh yeah, can I have your blood, Anakin? And then like he's <laughs> yeah. like, Oh 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 my god, this this kid has got yeah. like high, the highest medical count I've ever seen. Yeah. The chosen Jedi. one thing is so dumb. And, yeah. Like okay. It's Je- it's Jedi business. Get back to your drinks. <laughs> how many kids has like quite gone like got blood off and it's like before no no just not quite gone <laughs> the Jedi literally wait, wait, buy wait, kids for their wait, cult wait when you go to the Jedi council in the film and the Jedi is like you know pissed off at Qui-Gon for something in the past well it's like Qui-Gon like bringing them with his kids and they was like oh yeah he's got he's the chosen one and all, and all the Jedi's <laughs> like council it's like what no <laughs> <laughs> He did something in the past, didn't he? Like that's why the the, the Jedi Council like peed off a hip. Like, yeah, they um they don't. He's very maverick. He he goes by the Living Force, whereas the the the, the Jedi Council try and um you know like they they yeah, politicized, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. And and they don't believe in like following the will of the Living Force. It's um you know they, they are assholes, you know. If you meant to look at any Jedi for guidance, you meant to look at Qui Gon, and it shows. You know, he's like this guiding light for Anakin. Yeah, and he's taken and it, from him. And and if he was still alive, it'd be very different. I think yeah. Anakin would not have gone to the dark side. Mm. But if he did, I think Qui Gon would have been able to like control, not control it, but like you know, deal with it, like mm. stop him going too far into mm. Sidious's hands. Yeah. Um, but obviously, then he's dead. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like people didn't like how the Jedi were portrayed in the prequels, especially like for like a first meal in a way, a starter for the prequels. You know, and and yeah, and people come out to the cinema after after Menace going, you know, was that it? I don't know. Like yeah. upon upon rewatching this, like do you know when um, Qui Gon's like burning through the, the blast door, and like the music swells? I don't know, like. They are badass. Like, you know, they they can do the impossible. You know, you know. You had like in yeah. Empire, right? You had Luke right after Yoda like raised the X wing from the swamp, and like you know, he says to him like, "I don't believe it," and Yoda's, and that's why you fail. You know, it's because the Jedi, you know, they're not res- restrained to like the physical plane. You know, they they believe in the Force, and through the Force, they can do anything. I I I read up something about um, the relationship between Obi Wan and Qui Gon, mm. and obviously I might be lying, but I, I remember reading this up or listening about it, and it was kind of like it's supposedly what it originally was going to be was Obi Wan was the one who's going to die by Maul, and the idea was the roles were switched, and. Hugh McGregor was going to be Qui Gon Jinn, and like Liam Neeson was going to be um, Obi Wan, and the idea Obi Wan was going to die, and then Qui Gon basically takes up the identity of Obi Wan Kenobi as kind of like a oh your 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 name will live on. So oh, right. when when like episode four where. Um, well, obviously, where uh, Ag- Agnes, uh, yeah, Obi Wan, Agnes is in it. He's like Obi Wan Kenobi, Obi Wan. That's really Qui Gon Jinn. But that's oh. a name I've not heard in a long time because ah. it's right. 
That's interesting. Did you get that? I, I, yeah. I, apparently, what it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be the mm. roles were reversed, yeah. and Obi Wan was supposed to die by Maul, and then Qui Gon kills Maul, and then kind of as a like you know same ways like Obi Wan in this film gives his word to Qui Gon when he trained the boy. It was kind of out of respect. It was like okay, like my apprentice mm. has died, you will live on. That's such a great mm. great Jedi, and I'll take your yeah. name. So that's. What do you think about that? I've, I mean, I've, I've been quite interested. It's kind of like Obi Wan was yeah. like with Prentice. He was literally like yeah. a. Um... I I think like I can see why Lucas didn't choose to go with it. No, yeah, yeah. You know, like people would want to see and and hear the name of Obi Wan. You know, they want like this this character. You know, like obviously, like, even if if it is the character of Obi Wan, you know, and like everybody knows that it is, but they don't call him that. Mm. It's a bit like. I don't know, like, do you know what I mean? It's this idea that, oh, you know, everybody knows that his name's Obi-Wan, but then at the beginning of the very first film, he changes his name. And then people would be like, well, what? Like, he changes his name? No, no, no. And he's back. only called I mean, Obi-Wan. The, the end of the film, not like at the beginning. Oh, right. Oh, oh right. So the idea was, yeah. like, the more scene, the yeah. Duel of the Fate scene was, uh, yeah. So the, yeah, the real, yeah. The real Obi-Wan. Uh, that'd be interesting, but that would kind of confuse people. I mean, we've okay, already got yeah. train negotiations yeah, yeah, going yeah. on, so it's like uh, you know, that would confuse yeah. people. I think it was good. You know, they had like this character who you know he's very inexperienced training. Essentially, he trains the chosen one. Yeah, not out of love for him, but because of like a promise for his ma- uh, to his master. I I got gripe with the whole idea with the chosen one, and I. Like, this is the problem I had with, like, Harry Potter as well. I don't like this whole concept of the Chosen One. I find it's, I find it's very, just, I find it silly. Like, I, I, like how this one person could, like, bring the world, save the world, or, like, this person... Well, you bring balance to the Force, wouldn't you? Yeah, and, or, yeah, 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 but you know what I mean? It's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's you know, it's that cho- I don't I don't like it because I find it really just, like, Cheesy, like mm. the. I mean, it go on the back. Yeah, sequel, so wasn't it? Ray becomes the. Oh, yeah. See, that's the problem then, because Ray Skywalker. Bring the chosen <laughs> one into like Star Wars, then it's going to make so many contradictions, and then it's going to be like, oh, it's not this person, it's another person, and it's going to be another person. Yeah. I bet you, if they decide to make a sequel to, I don't know, the, the Rise of Skywalker, that another person would be the the cho- yeah. you know, the chosen yeah. one. Yeah. It'd just be some r- random. Per- mm-hmm. That's why I annoy about it. It's yeah. like, oh, this kid just got like so much Mayclorians. He is the chosen one. I don't know. I I I, I find it really annoying. That's why I got so. That's why like annoying with Harry Potter when Harry Potter was like, mm-hmm. he's the one to kill Voldemort. It's like, oh, yeah. like. So, what do you think of like the? It's it's not like, it's not um, expressly stated. I don't think, but it is in inferred that Anakin was conceived by the Force itself. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was definitely highlighted because I think when yeah, I, I found that one a bit weird because it's sort of, yeah. If I'm honest, it's sort of relating back to like uh, Mary and Joseph, isn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, in Christianity, virgin birth, yeah. That's it, yeah. And it's like I carried him, I gave birth, <laughs> I raised him, and then yeah. Michael's like, hmm, sounds normal to me. <laughs> Let me get some blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, it, it de- that's definitely that's got. I mean, George must have known what he was doing there. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's Anakin, Anakin, I think your mother's okay. losing it. I'm going to take you away from her. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the real reason. Awesome. You're not a chosen one, you're just a victim. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Like, uh, so I, I, I don't really want to pull back to Darth Plagueis again and again, but there's a really good sort of idea at why he's the chosen one. And obviously this isn't canon anymore, but it should be. It's it's that. Um, so Darth Plagueis and his apprentice, Darth Sidious, Palpatine, they are experimenting on the force itself. And they want to master life and death. So in their experiments, they try and bring their own life form into creation. They want to create their own life. But the force rejects it. If the force itself realizes that they're doing this horrible experiment and it strikes back, it creates its own life form. So at the same time, oh, that, um, at the same time, the Sith are doing their experiments. Anakin's born. So, oh, sorry, was, no, sorry. Oh, Anakin's conceived. Sorry. Oh, so, okay. I thought Anakin was conceived. Well, yeah, I, I thought it was because of Darth Plagueis that, yeah, one that impregnated, mm. like I don't know, impregnated, yeah. uh, whatever her name is, with, with Anakin inside, yeah. chlorians But okay, so it was just sort of like the force, the actual force was doing it. Yeah. Oh, so it was random. So, it was an accident. Yeah. It was like it went to his one woman. Yeah. It wasn't it, like it's, it's the will of the force to balance itself. So like that, so it was. It wasn't like oh, it was meant to be. It was kind of like, do what are you implying that it was meant to be, or um, that not, it was not that it, like it was. It was coincidence or something like. There, there was. There was. Um, it wasn't an accident. It was, um, you know, the force chose. It must have just chosen like this random woman, obviously, but it chose this woman to conceive the child that would essentially bring balance to the force. Oh, that right. he has the potential to bring balance to the force, not that what, he will. What about? I was just going to say. So, if that's the case, would Palpatine have known of Anakin before he was taken up from Tatooine? Like, would would have he known <laughs> about? Like, obviously, if he didn't create Anakin yeah. at mm. all, places, then surely they, they'd have had mm. no idea. So then now yeah. that you know when. Yeah. He's, more to go kill Obi Wan mm. and Qui Gon. He would yeah. literally been sending, you know, more to just just do that. He would didn't have any ulterior motive. Yeah. Um. So okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, that mm. that does make sense. It's what, um. Do you know the scene where Maul is like, uh, it's by outside. It's in the the, the desert of Tatooine. The Maul appears. Imagine, like, if he accidentally kills Anakin, who'd be like, oh, oh <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. Hmm. Um, oh, well, the, the Sith would have won, right? If he'd killed Anakin, the Sith would have won. Because there would have been yeah, no one to stop Palpatine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good point. Um, you know the idea, like, idea of, like, oh, Anakin was like, you know, as you said, Patrick, kind of the, the whole Mary, you know, the Jesus was, was created from, like, God. Like, you know, um, like the spirit. Wouldn't it be interesting if maybe Anakin um wasn't created by that? He literally had a father, and maybe yeah, I, I think that'd be cool because then you can like open up maybe like a father person being in um in the show, like or another show in um in the franchise, maybe appearing like well, Clone Wars in episodes. The, in, the, in the Clone Wars, you had was it the the son, the daughter, and the father on that planet. Some I can't remember what it was called, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the Mortis. Mortis. Yeah, Mortis, that was it. So you could have maybe had the father as actually being the father of Anakin. I mean, I don't know. I'm just sort of speculating. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> like, yeah. A, a Clone Wars episode where like mm. Anakin has like, gone to his planet and then he rescues this man. He says, oh... I'm your I, I'm I'm your dad, Anakin. It's like oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, I went out for I went out for get some milk and I never came back. Uh... I'm your daddy. <laughs> like, so, I'm your daddy. Like <laughs> I would have I wouldn't have minded something like this is pure fan fiction, but like how you guys have like you know who like Darth Revan is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, like like the lost lineage of Darth Revan. So he's not, like, the chosen one. It's just he comes from, like, a line of really powerful, like, force users. See, that would be interesting. That what should have really been in it. Because then you can explore a lot more in, like, a prequel uh, trilogy through the prequel trilogy and bring in Darth Revan then. Sick. Because Darth Revan, is he, like... I know there's a big following of Darth Revan in, like, the games, but does it, like... Is it around during the prequel times? Like, the events of the um, prequel? No. Um, I, I, the closest thing to him is the Sith. Because um, when Darth Revan was evil, he, he, he recorded a lot of his teachings in Holocron. And, uh, and he believed that there should only be two Sith. So he's the one that first created the idea that there should I be a master it, and I an apprentice. I thought it was Bane who did that. Yeah, he, he based his teachings of the rule of two on Darth Revan's teachings. Oh, right. okay, okay. So uh, Darth Bane, he, he managed to consolidate the idea that um, there should be a master to embody power and an apprentice to crave that power. So, um, you know, over time, that master will get more powerful. And, um, you know, um, that being that was the master would be more powerful and over time, they would get more powerful apprentices, thus creating a, a, you know, an, ex, an extremely powerful Sith Order. But yeah, it was it was Darth Revan who first created the idea because it was a, it was originally him and Darth Malak, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, obviously that's legends now. So unless oh, actively it's, it's, it's going to be canon, it's going to until yeah. actively disproven, it's still canon. Yeah, I'm 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 going to say it's canon. Because yeah. actually, why we should not make Revan canon? Yeah. Uh, in my head, Revan is still canon. I think even Dave Filoni during the Clone Wars, he was going to do something with Darth Revan. He was going to mm. bring him in. Um, yeah. I think that's the good thing about Dave is he doesn't really mind bringing stuff over from obviously Legends. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 just really hoping that Disney do something. I mean, I don't. They haven't got anything anything in the pipelines. Yeah. So you know, Darth Revan and the Old Republic, and you know all of that. Because um, I, I think that'll be re- very good. I think that that could be quite cool. Because I think they need to get away from this whole Skywalker. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, stuff. I, I think they, they they've done that now. That's that's yeah. finished. Um, so they should do they should do something new. Yeah. Here's to hoping, anyway. Yeah, but um, <laughs> God but, damn you, Disney. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm interested to see what this kind of higher public shows because maybe we could have some like answers, yeah. mm. you know, maybe something mm. about maybe yeah. even like if they do like bring in Palpatine in like a yeah. TV show, maybe it would add a little bit more to the whole mystery yeah. of like Anakin Skywalker, mm. like whether, yeah, how he's conceived, how he was born, and all that, like, where you know, how is he the chosen one? Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, they can they can make up, they could bring up into like it's not answered, it's mysterious, which makes it great. Yeah. But they could literally just like bring out in Zakat show, like yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. and, and like serious molding this yeah. like creature. It, and this is the problem with Star Wars at the moment, right? There's there's a lack of um of evil POV you know, of point of view characters. Yeah, yeah. So it's always the good guys. Yeah. I know I know that they have some like um some characters who are evil and they're given like point of view. You know, for for an example, you have Darth Vader, you know, in the original ones. But it's it's not from their point of view. It's all no. really like the point of view. Like yeah. you know, the, the the protagonists are the good guys. Mm, and that's yeah. the traditional storytelling narrative. And even, I know. The, and even the stuff with Darth Vader's in the original and, and it's seen through his point of view, the audience knows, we know that he's a villain. Yeah, Whilst we know. Having yeah. like, a, a, like a show where you're focusing on a Sith, it can really twist that and turn that. And yeah. the good guys are really the villains. Yeah. Or, or the good guys are just hopeless and just useless. Yeah, and yeah. The, the Sith think they can bring about. The, the true order or the true way that the galaxy should be ruled. Well, no. I think we, I think uh, Avengers Infinity War with, with Thanos did that quite well. Yeah, yeah. It showed Thanos and it showed the why he legitimately thought he needed to wipe out yeah. half of life because yeah. his home world was destroyed because of you know just mm. two people and overpopulation. Yeah. So I think that they can do it, and I think it's done very well in those films. Um, so I imagine Disney can hopefully take a book out of Kevin Feige's page um and try and try and do something <laughs> like that but yeah i've um i think i read like a review or you had a podcast and he basically said that infinity war was the thanos movie because yeah, he's oh, yeah, basically yeah, he's the protagonist yeah. and and in a way in a sick way you want him to win because like one you want to see the infinity gauntlet being used and two like you think you know in like this thought in your mind going he has a point yeah, he does, and and you know, like it's not like the heroic way, but then again, the heroes aren't willing to sacrifice, you know, everything. Whereas Thanos is willing to sacrifice everything he believes in mm-hmm. to to fulfill his goal, yeah. and that's what makes him so compelling. Whereas um, the the protagonists in the sequel trilogy of Star Wars, like they, they've they're very unlikable. I mean, Finn's character was good to start off with, and they just butchered him. Poe, yeah, they butchered. Ray was very unlikable to begin with, and very uh, overpowered. Um, you know, it's just, and let's, let's not uh, get started on Jake Skywalker. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so, like, was, oh, sorry, Mike. Go on. No, no. What were you saying? I was going to say, like, do you know, like the protagonists from the prequels? What's like? Who would you say is like the best? I know, like everyone. What what else? Would, who else say? Um, I mean, you got Qui Gon. Um, yeah, I prefer Obi Wan though. Like Padme more... a bit, but like she she's very under underused. Yeah, you know what they should have done right is like the third I don't one. Know, she's giving under- her more power. You know, the third yeah. one was like she had nothing to do. First yeah. one, he. The first one, the second one, it shows that she's like a, like a strong female like character and stuff, like a, like a princess Leia. But yeah. in the first one, she's literally just like there. Yeah. I mean, then yeah. does something and she dies. That's yeah. it. 
her doing mm. something is her dying in the third one. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah, like <laughs> in the Clone Wars. No, 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 that's lit. Like what? Oh, what you're right. Yeah, that's memorable in the third one. Like she uh, stands around in the balcony, yeah. and and then when she goes yeah. Mustafar, she gets strangled. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Really. Yeah. What's memorable is that she says, "Killing younglings." <laughs> and she says it exactly like that as well. Yeah, and like, and Uma Gregor's trying to laugh while he's yeah. he's yeah. saying it. Uh, it. But she's in Clone Wars. She's just in a lot of Clone Wars stuff as well. Like, yeah, she's better than that, you know. Yeah, you know, she's yeah. the one that's trying to stop the war. You know, it's pretty sad. But um, um, if, anything else you want to say about the Phantom Menace? I think we covered everything. Yeah, but is I, I'd say the end is is darker than everybody thinks. Yeah. Do you know like how there's all like the victory parade and you know like you got Boss Nass like peace raising that like massive I... like, orb. Oh yeah. Do you know also, do you know the music? Yeah. The music it's... is the Emperor's theme sped up. Yeah, yeah. How oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know the uh, right, okay. Also ah, it's also, like a also um uh, when I watched this recently, I didn't realize this at the, at the point, and like I like I love it because uh, it's how George Lucas uses the camera in the scene where it's Qui Gon's Qui Gon's be- uh, funeral and he's burning, yeah. And, yeah. Y- ah, yeah. and Yoda and uh, Mace Windu talking. He says, uh, "Oh, there's always two like by the Sith. Ah. There's always two master and apprentice." And then yeah. the camera then cuts to and, it's, and, it, and it's a funeral pyre. And then it moves, and then focuses on Palpatine. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. Like, and he's not smiling. That. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Have you seen a, a thing of a, how it should have ended? And it, I think at, at the end, when it's the funeral scene, you have like a half cut Darth Maul just like crawling up, and he's like, "Master, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah." And he's like, "I've, I've done it." <laughs> like, what? I do not know you. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, but didn't didn't um like even like Mark Maul and Dooku? Isn't it in the Clone Wars or somewhere in the, or somewhere in the, in the Attack of the Clones where even like Dooku doesn't know about Sidious is Palpatine, or is that like um, he plays both sides where the Jedi don't know Palpatine Sidious, or and also that like the Sith like Dooku and Sepis don't know that Sidious is Palpatine. Um. Maul does know, but he doesn't want to tell the Republic purely because, you know, spite. Uh, Dooku does. Dooku yeah, does Dooku know. Says to, Dooku yeah. says to um, Obi-Wan, like, oh yeah, would, I, would, you believe, would you believe me if I told you that the Senate was under, under the con- control of uh, Lord of the Sith? And then yeah. Obi-Wan's like, that's impossible. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I said, I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wait until the, until they execute all the sixty six until we realize. Yeah. You, you got to think like we know what the Sith are. The average like citizen of the galaxy has no idea what the Sith are. No, like it's quite clever because like in like the Clone Wars as well, when they have Maul and his brother like killing people, people just think it's like rogue Jedi. You know, they they don't know what the Sith are, mm. and uh, I think like that's how it was so easy to sort of you know blame everything on the jedi because you know like no one would have believed that like oh yeah basically the chancellor is like this all controlling like dark jedi in a way yeah yeah 
It's like, oh, what? You know, he he's the he's pure evil. He's the devil incarnate, and he's controlling the galaxy. And 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 mm. the, the common people will probably believe that, like, oh, Palpatine is this it's a Jedi must taking power, yeah. which kind of then fuels that like a Jedi yeah. evil. Mm. Well, uh, the, the, the the Supreme Chancellor was trying to prevent the Separatists from destroying the Republic. Because from the yeah. Republic perspective, the Separatists were trying to destroy right, the Republic. You're about Valorum. Uh, no, uh, I'm on about Palpatine. But um, Palpatine. yeah, like, uh, it, like Valorum is, it was just seen as weak. He comes from like a long line of like yeah, he, he, politicians, you know. All you hear about Valorum is he's corrupt, and then yeah. he just gets a place. It's like, mm. yeah. Does Palpatine like become Chancellor at the end of the film, or is that like kind of between episodes one and two? No, Even right at the end of the movie, right at yeah. the end. Everything happens yeah. so quick, isn't it? Mm. The, the 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 celebration seems weird in the family. Yeah, minutes. yeah. It's like it, it's quite rushed, isn't it? Yeah, and you got these counters who literally just did fuck yeah. all the battle. It's well, like... <laughs> they wanted like the celebration scene from uh, Star Wars, you know, the original one, where like they had the medal ceremony, but then they want like I do. They want the resolve that there's peace between the the, the Naboo and the Gungans. Yeah, now, you yeah, know? yeah. Uh, we don't, we I don't do care. Like... But I yeah. do like that <laughs> Anakin, Anakin in like the end when you when you see him in the end he's got like a oh, lightsaber yeah. and like his hair is like spiked it's yeah. like some like it's like some eight year old kid he's just found like uh, gel for the first time <laughs> <laughs> you know you know like one of those like kids any, you know those... any kid from the early no- uh, noughties yeah. no, no, you know those kids who's like goes yeah. to school and he's like a bit of like a little shit and they always, always has yeah. their head like, spiked up yeah, like and, that and he's always got like the flame like shirts yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's the type of kid to go to like a barber's and ask for like a flame just like like, <laughs> oh, like haircut on the side like you know <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah, and, and he gets Call of Duty at the age of like seven, and he, he tells everybody, <laughs> yeah. "It's mm. like <laughs> I'm playing Warzone. I'm seven years mm. old." Like, <laughs> do you guys know uh, Boss Nass was voiced by Brian Blessed? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Gordon's alive. Absolutely, like, right, right. Like that. Did you guys watch the uh, Star Wars through the Disney Plus the episode? Yeah, one? yeah. Was, it, what annoyed me was there's no like subtitles when they're talking in like different languages yeah yeah so annoying because it's like they they change the subtitle text as well yeah they have um the the gungans when they were speaking it was like just saying like just random words and it's like how you what even is this like yeah (laughs) like like, i don't know what's going on and then when boss and us are talking or even when like saboba and water were talking i was just like oh i don't know what's going on what they're saying like (laughs) yeah they had like um, oh, they had like a, um, in the original one, so the, the original Lucas ones. It was like a really cool like text as well. It was like yeah. really, it was really like fancy looking. What? But they they just replaced it. Oh, I don't know. Maybe because like they, you know Disney wanted to have like their stamp on it. But um, so there's some there's some amendments uh, Lucas made to the pod race. Uh, one um, of the um the the wires came loose. To the to the engines. At you know the yeah, yeah, yeah. So that wasn't in the original. I remember watching it, and that wasn't in the original one. How many editions have there been of Phantom Menace? Um, it came out after the special edition. Yeah, you've yeah. one for VHS, yeah. one for DVD, one mm. for Blu-ray. Yeah, 
very special so, edition mm. anniversary one as well. Yeah, yeah. So just before the, I think it was like 2013 amendments he did, just before like it was bought by Disney. That was the one, you know, the very famous one for McClunky in A New Hope. I'm not sure if he made any amendments to episode one in that one. Um, let's have a look on. Yeah, I don't think there was many. Maybe like sort of like sound editing. Oh no, no, there, there was actually amendments. So, so any time um, Darth Maul's introduced, you hear like in in the background very low Sith chanting. I like that. Like, I actually do ah, like it. Yeah, that's. That, I, I always that, thought that's I, like, I didn't notice that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was added. Uh, it, it's not like kind of Maul's fiend though, because I don't yeah, think that's, yeah. that's played in episode two or three. Uh, it, it's only for Maul. Well, yeah, when, it's only when for he's Maul. in the Clone Wars. Um, he's, oh he yeah, plays yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's only you know like the introduction scene of Maul. You know, so when he comes out of um, the scimitar, it plays, and in especially in I think it's season seven of the Clone Wars when Ahsoka meets him in the tunnels. Yeah, you hear like that that really cool sounding like chant. Oh, the dark side have got the coolest stuff. I'm not gonna lie. I know, I know. Yeah, Darth Maul's ship is badass. It is good. Yeah, I'm glad it's one part. Imagine a Lego version of it. I think James did. Yeah, yeah. I like how like from like the side they made it look like a Tie Fighter. Mm. So cool. But um, so. Like, and the music, as we touched upon, you know, like George, uh, sorry, John Williams, Do of the Fate is probably the highlight. But like, what's like you, you guys' other like uh, favorite sort of pieces from the film? Yeah, I um, I do like the droid uh, invasion of Naboo. When you da, when, when you played, oh, no, I get all this music from from Battlefront. Because yeah, they yeah. always play all the combat music and it's stuck in my head yeah. and I know it. Like, um, you go that one. Uh, what else? I like the pod uh, race music. I still actually like the celebration music. The, the, yeah. the, 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 the Obviously, it's the Empress thing sped up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think at the time, I was like, oh, this is like upbeat, yeah. I guess. <laughs> it is, uh, isn't it? Because it, it's, like, it's so like deceiving how... Yeah, you're singing along to it, and it's about it's it's essentially it's about the emperor. Oh, what's 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 the other one? I can't remember it's called, but it goes like yeah. it, it always plays when uh, you finish like a level and like on the Lego Star Wars games. Oh, it's like you know one. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah, from the original yeah. trilogy. No, 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 no. That's uh, that's from I think episode one. Oh, it might have been like a, a Naboo it's, theme. It, yeah, it goes like. Oh no, I think yeah. I know what it is. I think yeah, it's yeah. The, um, when the the Naboo starfighters are launching into space. That's it. That's it. The uh, oh, that, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I like that one. Um, hmm. Obviously, there's like some other good like prequel that, ones in. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, episode two and two. three. Episode yeah. two and three has some bangers for yeah. like uh, yeah. yeah war music, especially like battle music. Mm, but um, yeah, yeah, like so. Do you know that uh, this is the only uh, prequel movie that was put on film? The rest were digital. It's because uh, it's because it's from the nineties. Is that is that why? Yeah, I think 
Lucas wanted to maintain like the aesthetic of like yeah. you know film is very classic, isn't it? You know, it's 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 quite stylistic. I mean, if anything, he just complicated things, but it was a stylistic choice. And may- if anything, he's a cinephile, so. I may have gone too far in a few places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was the heat of I'm going to be sad, though. Imagine, like, watching a film, like, a film you made, yeah. like, you've been developing for years, and you, you find it's not as what you wanted it to be. Yeah. And you're yeah. like... I mean, it's sad, probably upset, yeah. but, like, even, like, a director, like, yeah. even when people spent all their time making it, and then it not not being what they thought it wanted it to be, like... Yeah. You know, it's he's, he's like he—he's like this an auteur director in a way. He, he wants it to be perfect, but how can you like translate that into words? And then on, you know, to tell all like these different creative people, like you know, like makeup artists or like sound designers, special effects artists, how would you tell all of them your vision accurately, and then put it all to film, and yeah. then get people to like it? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I can say for, for Lucas, at least he had a vision and he wanted to put it to film. You know? no, these films aren't like awful. Like, no, like you think about the They're very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. They're enjoyable. They're not like... Yeah. Uh, they, the they have a charm, I think. They're, very they're really are, charm. They're, as well. Like, I don't know if you guys ever ever had when you were younger, but it was like the Star Wars um, encyclopedia. And it had yeah. Like, yeah. things from like, episode one all the way up to, like, to be honest, even to the, the originals. And just, I always quite liked reading through and seeing like the different characters and different yeah. things they had, like yeah. just even the props as well. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it, every every like, single background character's got a name and a background. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's attention yeah. detail is amazing. And like I said, yeah. like like this mean prequel films have been awful, more awful than the fant- like you know the, the prequel yeah, films back compared to like what maybe the Fantastic Beasts films, which aren't like mm. even the second Hobbit one is movies. like. Uh, the Hobbit movie is actually all right. I, I don't understand why people hate the Hobbit movie so badly. Yeah, I think it was t- towards the end they went a bit off the board. Okay, okay, I do like the second one, Destination Smart. The third one's mm. annoying because the Battle Five Armies. I can't deal with the yeah. CGI soldiers. Yeah, the CGI. Uh, Oops, that get me. What about the Twirly Whirlies? Which one's that? <laughs> no, Remember those when the yeah. dwarves like fl- fling those things yeah. in the air to to catch the elven arrows? Remember? Yeah, they oh, like God, spin. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's in the extended extended cut, wasn't it? Oh, right, yeah. yeah. I, think, yeah. I, I do, I do like. If I think about the Hobbit, I think my, I do like the whole plot line with the uh, Dogodo and the Necromancer. Yeah, and, and I do like the uh, the fight with the the White Council versus Sauron and the Nazgul. Mm. That is sick. Like, you, you think you think villains in Star Wars got like the best gods? I, I, I feel like the, the Nazgul. And Sauron and all that in, in the Lord of Rings have got some of the be- some of the best music and, and yeah, the yeah. designs are, sure. yeah the designs Brilliant. are amazing aren't they as well like mm. you're meant to like look on them and fear them isn't it yeah yeah but uh, that's a nice little segue actually do you know Darth Maul what do you think of like his like the design the concept of like oh, this I, demon I set it. yeah I, I love cool. it it's something it's new striking, isn't it? it's something new like yeah. we had. Uh, we also had Darth Vader in yeah. the original trilogy, and then obviously we had the Emperor. But Emperor kind of like how kind of like a scars, and then mm. Darth Maul. We had um, obviously that design, that devilish design. Count Dooku was kind of boring because it was just like a normal guy, like you know, <laughs> yeah. he's kind Count of normal. Dracula with the sword. Yeah, yeah, that's basically that's basically it. Um, mm. 
Yeah, even like Asajj Ventress is cool because like it's a different design mm. as well. Like, well, uh, the original design for Maul was eventually used for Asajj Ventress. This like Night Sister sort of design. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I don't know, like this evil sort of like a witch almost. But then even even the design yeah. for like Kylo's good with the helmet. It's like even mm. you know, the character is crap. I do like the design yeah, of yeah. Kylo yeah. and and Snoke as well. But then, yeah, obviously, yeah. I, what, that he was killed, so mm. that was kind of wasted. Yeah. Yeah. The um, so, so like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like the design process for like certain creatures with Lucas, but like um, especially in the prequels, he would um, people would like he'd give him a prompt. Say a, a good one was for Episode Three. He said, I, "I want a droid general," and all of the sort of arty guys would go off and draw what they thought would be the droid general. And at the end of a sort of like a few days, they'd come back and they'd present him with what they got. And he'd look at all of them. And if he liked something, he'd st- he'd stamp it with Fabuloso. <laughs> yeah. My approval, Mark. And they'd go with that. So um, I'm not sure if, yeah, it was Darth Maul. The original design was this sort of like, um, uh, like a, a patch faced sort of like guy. And on his head was like these tiny little like ceremonial feathers, but I'm not sure if it was either George Lucas or one of the other creatives thought it was horns. So then it turned into like a horn sort of devil character, and then they said like, "Oh, why don't we sort of like integrate like a, like a circuit board pattern on his face?" And yeah, like Darth Maul was born. Mm. It's like like a. Oh my Some god! Some people have said like he looks Wait, like it, like a Japanese like demons. Is it the one well? that looks like, like, like Is it is someone looks like his dreadlocks going down like his? Uh, uh, yeah. Is he is he scowling? No, this one I'm looking at is like it's not the one with the horns. It's literally a face. It looks like the grudge, and the hair is like yeah, like yeah. That was um, going down. So that was used for it's the like, night. It's sisters. like braided yeah. hair, like going yeah. down. That looks that's terrifying. Like yeah. Oh, I really want like a uh, a really dark Sith movie now. They're bringing a lot of horror into it. Yeah. Oh my god. It's um they go, they're going that way with the uh, the MCU with the, you know with um one division. Yeah, it's, it's going more to horror, isn't it? Like, mm. why not? You know, why not go into the more sort of like especially the acolyte, go into the dark side. Well, that's like, what uh, they promised us. See, yeah, with um, with Battlefront Two, they promised us that we were going to have the dark side, and they just chickened out. But Lord, Lord of the Rings have like it's, <laughs> the the villains are terrifying. Like they got the horror element to that, haven't you? With yeah. the villains, yeah, and I've done it's, really well. me- it's meant to be in, in the book. Yeah. They're so afraid of them, they don't even like to say their names. Yeah, they think if they say like the name Sauron in the dark, it'll draw his eye to them. Even the Nazgul are the terrifying. It's like the in the fellowship, did the hoods and stuff like that? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, like they they sniffed, didn't they? Yeah, they, they, they... and the sh- and the shriek as well. Like, oh, yeah, that that's probably one of the, the, the my favorite like sound design choices. Like that, that screech. Oh, it's so cool. I wonder how they made that screech as well. Like, what, what hmm. process they went to, or like, what what is it based off of? Yeah, that's that's quite it's interesting. Like a, it's like, like a banshee, isn't it? Yeah, like banshee. Yeah, probably like a, they got a pig squealing, maybe, and yeah. like mixed it around with some other things. Yeah, 
they found like this woman on the set and uh, she, she, they basically said, oh, can you scream? And she did a scream. They're like, okay, <laughs> we're using that. Mm. Let's keep reusing that scream. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about with uh, Phantom Menace? I don't uh, know if we covered everything. Uh, we'll watch your career with great interest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, Every single line Palpatine says is a meme. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, especially in episode three. Uh, mm. God, it's so, like, weird, isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's Anakin, we watch your crew with great interest. It's like, oh, my <laughs> God, like, you know what's coming. And this is, like, the first, this is <laughs> the first, this yeah. is the first spark. This mm. is the, uh, yeah. Oh, the I, I like, kind of... um, some of the designs are like, oh, this is the prelude to the Empire. So, the the Chancellor's Guard, I like those oh, yeah, I like Roman soldier looking people yeah, with like the yeah. they're blue and they got like the brushes on top of their helmet. Mm. But then like they look very similar to the Imperial Guard in mm. uh in Return of the Jedi, which that was pretty cool. Yeah. Episode one. It's like what's that, dom- what's that domino thing? Where it's, it's like some someone like um <laughs> yeah. taking a small domino and then it's like a big one. I think I've seen yeah. one that's like, uh, I, thought was, I think it's something that's like uh, Qui Gon meets Anakin or something. And then it's like the top yeah. big one is like uh, Star Killer, just Star Killer, yeah, or like Star Killer uh, base destroys the New Republic <laughs> or something like that. It's like, what? <laughs> but in episode two is when, like, oh, you know, it's all starting to the dark side creep, creepens and more in the second one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. More... Well, it's war, isn't it? War breeds yeah. the dark side. And stuff. Well, it's yeah. a it's the beginning of war as well. Mm. It's like the it's like the the calm for the storm, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think if we covered everything, uh, episode one. Yeah. Uh, At last, we'll reveal ourselves to the Jedi. <laughs> At last, we'll have revenge. I can't do Peter's speech. Yippee! <laughs> Misa going wizard home. Annie. Misa going home. Misa going home. <laughs> Oh, oh god what that okay that's yeah, nothing yeah. they should limit to jar jar in this film what incredibly oh god <laughs> just just have him like as the in the end yeah. or something not have him yeah. like the ability to speak does not make you intelligent do, do you know what they should have done they what they should have done is they should have jar jar in uh you know the scene where the draw army invades naboo they save jar 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 takes him to the city and then jar jar stays behind and unless the Jedi get the ship and go to the Imperial Palace in Naboo, then later on when they come back to um, to negotiate with uh, Bob Nass, uh, yeah. yeah, that's his name. Jar Jar's there, and Jar Jar vouches for uh, the Jedi, and then Bob Nass makes Jar Jar a general. That just should have done that, and that way Jar Jar didn't have doesn't have to be in the whole film then. Not yeah. even scenes of um Well Jar Jar's the one that makes the Emperor, you know. He gives yeah. him the emergency powers. Yeah, you can still Jar Jar's fault. You can still do that, but like have him less in like episode one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah, think like... Luke learned his mistakes. I think in the second one he then significantly <laughs> yeah. cut Jar Jar from it. Yeah. He yeah. pulled a, a big old Rose Tico on Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's all done now. Uh, cheers, guys, for joining. Uh, no problem. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Do you want to join? Pleasure, Patrick. We, we're doing the Attack of the Clones next week. If you want to join us, Attack of the Clones, Patrick. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, definitely. That's that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Jordan. It's always good to have like a third uh, yeah. voice in this podcast. <laughs> uh, and obviously, Star Wars. We all love Star Wars. So, uh, yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we hope you enjoy listening to us uh, ramble on about uh, what we're rambling on. Uh, you, <laughs> you sent your description, well, she was like uh, negotiations, oh. that's it. Uh, you're, well, Master, you're right about one thing the negotiations mm. were short. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and next week we're doing, talking about sand. Uh, lots of sand. <laughs> it's rough and coarse and irritating. Oh my god! What is it on the, doc- the documentary where it's another it's documentary they're making of, and yeah. it's like Jake Lloyd playing with sand, and it's like, <laughs> oh, it's oh. like you could play with sand, like. <laughs> god, it's coarse, isn't it? Get everywhere. Um, <laughs> I can't remember the rest of it. Uh, Oh, guys, right. Guys, next week, I want you to think of your best uh, Anakin to Padme flirt line from the oh, film. Oh, yes. Oh, cringe. <laughs> you awesome. got to tell me your best one. It's yeah. like, uh, you, or, or what was it? It's like, I can't stop thinking about her. It's like, oh, it's like oh, Obi Wan. Uh, <laughs> something involving a pair, I think. It's like, oh, you hurt me. I, I love this, like, criminal. Yeah. <laughs> You're poison to me. <laughs> oh, so bad. Oh, <laughs> I can hear you cringing, Patrick. Do you reckon a yeah, yeah, lot of, like, do you reckon a lot of, like, young, like, teenagers, like, teenage boys, when they first watched it, they go up to girls and be, like, saying all these quotes to, like, to girls, but Anakin said to Padme. Uh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Do you it works? God. Like... <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't try that. Don't try I'm it. I'm really bad of cringe, so I'm actually going to be like, this is cringy as it gets, like the second one. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if I should watch the extended one because I think that's got even more. I think that's a bit where I think Anakin goes for a meal with Padme's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that's so cringe. Like, yeah. That's cringe. From what I remember, I think I skipped it. I'll watch it again. Oh, jokes. Oh, um, God, yeah, dude. as I said earlier, follow us on our Instagram pages, plus follow us on numerous platforms we are on, including Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google, Overcast, Amazon Music, Radio Public, and Pocket Casts. Uh, yeah, so um, roll on episode two and the cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, thank you for joining us, Patrick. And um, thank yep, you, thank uh, you. obviously, my uh, co-host, uh, Welsh. See you, guys. See you guys on the next uh, Hoffee Coffee cast. <laughs>